0: Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. From Asthma Core Studios near Detroit, Michigan.
1: It's unregimented.
2: Gangsters, what's up, guys?
1: And now, here are your hosts. Show number 200. How about that? How about that? We'll get, we'll get to her later. I'm Chris...
2: I'm Aaron. I'm Rich. Wow, another week. You know, you how is it that a week goes by so fast, and yet when you look back at the previous week, it seems like so long ago?
1: <laughs> the 24 hour news cycle would be the short answer. I
2: was, I was going over stories that we could talk about today, and I'm like, wait, we didn't talk about the Joe Arpaio pardoning because that was the, the Friday surprise. You know, we're at a little bit of a deficiency recording on a Thursday. Because I think there's going to be a lot more Friday surprises in the near future.
1: they got to do that shit on purpose, so can uh, so, by right. mon- so by Monday it's old news.
2: Right. Well, yeah,
0: that's a, that's a tried not, and true political tactic.
2: Trump's not very stealthy with this either, though. I mean, it, what his rally said, Oh, you know, I, they told me not to talk about Joe Arpaio, but I think you're going to be very happy. <laughs> so he, he kind of telegraphed what he was going to do, and it's no surprise when to drop it either. Plus, you know, the hurricane. Yeah.
0: Well, for people who maybe have heard the story and they just have a vague idea of who this guy is, this was the sheriff of Maricopa County in Arizona
3: mm-hmm. who think, in, na- know- in
0: 1993 set up Tent City outside of the jail. And we're talking county jail. And I think it's important that we, that, that this is pointed out, which gets, seems to get a law- This seems to get lost in the media reporting on this Hmm. county jail is for people who are awaiting trial who can't afford bail and people who are sentenced to a year or less right so this is not murderers rapists child molesters that are put in tent city this is people who like minor drug possession a dui couldn't pay their fines couldn't pay their tickets and they're stuck in a in a in a in an outdoor t- tent city in Phoenix, Arizona, and temperatures were exceeding 145 degrees on a regular basis. And this guy had the balls to, on camera, while walking through this fucking his his creation, to call it a concentration camp, and was proud of it. That's and that's just the tip of the fucking iceberg. I mean, he is. he he, he's here's the here's the real reason i think fucking he got the pardon from trump is because he threw in whole whole hog behind trump on his uh birther bullshit he actually sent he actually sent deputies underneath him like to hawaii to try to track down and prove (laughs) that, that 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 obama's birth certificate was fake (laughs) On top of that, he had his hands – he was involved through back channels in a fake assassination attempt that was never real. But it just so happened that it – the story broke and the arrest for it happened right before an election. So it drummed up support for him, that pity vote. You know, oh, poor guy. Oh, oh, he
2: he staged – oh, right. I did hear about that. He staged uh, – well, really, there wasn't even an attempt. There was, like, an arrest made, an accusation made that he was going to try and assassinate the sheriff. Yeah. And, and so that boosted his poll numbers, right? I remember that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and just a Google search, and you can, I mean, we're talking newspapers, 25 years worth of stories on this guy. Right. And, I mean, I know Wikipedia, it can be kind of sketchy you can go to wikipedia and they just just look at the list of of shit he's been involved in and this will tell you the type of person he is right because and i think it's, a it's, lot of
2: people hear just the the shorthand of who this guy is well this guy you know detained a lot of illegal immigrants against judges uh, orders and eventually got fu- got uh, fired and and uh, was looking at possible prison sentence for disobeying the the court orders, and they, you know, to them, to I think to your average American, that sounds like a hero, like you know, and, you know, obviously our laws are broken, and he's just taking matters into his own hand. But this is a man who is violating the civil rights of not only illegal immigrants but legal immigrants full on citizens all kinds of people
0: oh yeah there was there was multiple cases of uh, sexual assault that he buried because the people involved right were of of latino descent
2: right and i think if the i think a lot of people while there are you know hardcore just out and out racists that would support this guy I think there's a lot of people that just, like, on paper, like, oh, that seems reasonable, though. But if you were a witness to some of the shit that this guy did, you'd have a better understanding of, of just who your president is giving a full pardon to. Because he's, he's pretty disgusting and almost completely un American.
0: Well, he's a fucking scumbag. I mean, I, I'm not, look, I don't want to advocate violence, but I mean, some people, they probably need their ass kicked. And he's definitely in that in that category for me.
2: Yeah,
0: he's a a fucking—he's just a fucking old bigot who's had so much power that he—he—he thought the fact that he went to judges and said, "I don't gotta listen to you," and he finally, after what, how many years of being sheriff, almost thirty, a a judge Mm -hmm. finally reached down and under his robe and realized, "Oh, these things hanging below my dick, these are balls," and said. (laughs) Uh, yeah, you're going to fucking do what I tell you to do Because I'm a goddamn judge Right? You're a fucking sheriff No, I'm not Well, then enjoy going to prison for contempt of court, motherfucker That's <laughs> that's the most insulting thing about all this That's what he's being pardoned for Not all the rest of the bullshit he's done
2: For contempt right. of court Yeah, he, he wasn't even Brought up on any charges that I'm aware of On, on any of these Outright atrocities no, and if, this if is, we this is it, contempt, if
0: if if a story broke, okay, that in Guantanamo Bay, we were putting prisoners in a tent or in, in in a city made of tents in 145 degree heat to the point where their shoes were melting, literally. People would flip the fuck out. But for some reason, this asshole does it, and of course, all the fucking all all, all the people that get down on their knees and fucking gag on cop cock, fucking just go oh. Well, that, that's a hero, man. These are criminals. These are right. fucking people that couldn't pay fines. All right. This is, you know what this is? These people are you if you hit a bad stretch in life. Do you deserve that? I mean, it's ridiculous. And f- for him to just just walk around like some fucking commandant, like Colonel Clink in Hogan's Heroes and shit, strutting around with a that, that, that shit-eating grin on his fucking face. While people were being recorded in the background in, this, in, in these conditions, and him talk about, well, our boys over in Iraq sitting in this heat all day, so these people can deal with it. Uh, yeah, dipshit, but they don't fucking... I, I, I can't, I can't. He's he's a fucking scumbag. He is a, this is an yeah. abuse of power, and people kept putting him in office. I'm sorry, I've lived in Phoenix. I liked it, but they're... That's, that, that state is like giving Florida a run for our special education state in this country.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It really is. I mean, I do not understand the mindset of people that can keep putting a guy like this in office. I just don't. And I guess the only thing is it's because they go, oh, well, it's not happening to me, so I don't care.
2: Not me, not my family. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I got money to pay my fa- my traffic tickets so I don't have to worry about going to county jail, so whatever.
2: Right, and also the opinion. Well, they're in county jail; they must be criminals.
0: And the beauty of it is, think about this: if you're sitting in jail and you have a bond you can't pay, you haven't been convicted of anything, and yet you're you are subjected to a treatment that is pretty much a human rights violation.
2: Right. Yeah. And the, the
0: attitude the
1: Wikipedia is. Wikipedia page is pretty scary. And the
0: attitude is meh. Well, the, the
2: justification for this type of behavior and. You know, Joe Apaya is really just the most egregious example of a, of a behavior that's happening across the country. And even those statistics will show you that in areas where where you have large immigrant and illegal immigrant populations, where the police... Are have good communication with those with those communities. There's less crime because when criminals understand that uh, they 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 actually like to have these uh, you know this idea of of us against them with the police, and hope that that extends to the community. And if they don't, you know, usually if this is like some sort of gang behavior, then you're lo- you're. You're called a, uh, oh, what's the term? When you rat. They don't call it ratting anymore. Snitching? Snitching, yeah. So you'll, you'll face repercussions. But, so this idea that, uh, you know, cracking down on immigration is going to do something about crime is just to the contrary because criminals take advantage of those situations because they know that they can rob somebody's house. And they're not going to call the cops because what's it going to do? You know, I'm not going to get my TV back and I may be looking at possible deportation if I'm here illegally. Or even if I'm here legally, maybe they start looking at other things. Maybe I've got relatives staying with me that are illegal. And, you know, it doesn't, it's not just about TVs. It becomes about any type of crime, any type of violent crime. So they're, they're actually making Cities with immigrant, large immigrant populations, more dangerous, and more of a like a petri dish to grow criminals in this environment, because they are helping with the narrative of us against them. You know, the man against against uh, you know the colored man or whatever. Well, the two is just going to build resentment. It's going to create more criminals that way as well. Right, and it gives you a narrative to work with too. You know, are you tired of these cops fucking it, coming in here to our neighborhood and fucking shit up and telling us what to do and we're gonna start setting the rules around here and making our own type of justice. And that's you you know, get that's, that's only- where that's where gangs start. Gangs don't start when like four or five guys get together and they're all really good at robbing and mugging people. I've only heard about it. They, but they I- start like any large group does with an ideology. And ideologies are easily built up when you have a common enemy. I had a friend who moved to Phoenix, like,
1: 20 years ago, and uh, when she came back to Michigan, she was talking about that, you know, there was, uh, like, a square mile in Phoenix that the cops just left alone. Like, nope, we don't go there. We just let everybody do their thing. Fuck it. Yeah.
2: It's going to create create lots of that. Call it, what was it, Hamsterdam? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, where they, they pushed all the drug dealing and said, hey, as long as there's no violence, you can fucking... Grind in this area and sell whatever you want, just no violence.
2: Well, yeah, I mean because it doesn't. This this behavior isn't just with immigrant populations of the police; it's with the police in anywhere that they work. If they have the trust of the community, then they have safer communities. And if they don't, then nobody's willing to snitch on anybody, and the criminals get away with all kinds of shit.
0: Hey, you know. The- A major problem I see with with guys like Aparo and the police is every time there's a police shooting, social media, sites online, you just see cops constantly come out, and we're not all like that. There's more good cops than there are bad cops. Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Like, like you hear everything but them address the shooting, and... Mm -hmm. What's even worse is when it's a completely unjustified shooting, an indefensible shooting, they gloss over it even more. The only time they're going to address it is once they. You'll hear, we didn't. You didn't see the whole tape. You weren't there. You don't know what the job's like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, here's the deal this is a fucking crooked ass cop, bottom line. Where are the fucking police condemning him where are the where are the, the leaders of, of, of the police unions coming out saying he's a scumbag and he gives all good cops a bad name I got a problem with that because same way I got a problem when there's a terrorist attack and you get a bunch of amans or whatever the fuck they're called they're they're, 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 they're fucking uh, uh, shamans or whatever the fuck they are in 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 Islam they just sit there and don't say shit okay why don't you condemn it and say same thing. So we had the same thing. Chris, you'll know about this. We had the same thing with the Catholic Church fucking kids. Oh, yeah. How come How come I didn't hear the Pope condemning it? Mm-hmm. How come I didn't hear bishops and all this shit coming out saying this is fucking horrible, and we're going to do our best to see these people locked up for the crimes they've committed? So you, it, your it, silence sometimes speaks more than any words you could fucking say.
1: Well, I think you get into, like, kind of legal shit with uh, stuff like that admits guilt. I mean, it's, yeah. pra- it's probably the spin they're taught to put on it.
0: I understand that, but coming out and saying...
1: I'm not defending him. I'm saying that's probably why it happens.
0: You know, any priest who fucks a kid does not deserve to be a priest and deserves to go to prison isn't admitting guilt. It's like saying Nazis are assholes. It's not, I, I mean, it's not even a fucking... Str- it's not even a stretch, dude. It's not even like, you know, ooh, that's a controversial statement. Yeah. I mean, it's just common fucking sense. And I have yet to hear any cops come out and say, this guy's a fucking scumbag. He 's a piece of shit, and i mean if 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 supposedly cops respect the legal system, shouldn 't they be like, "Well, he broke the law, he needs to go to jail instead, the very few cops i've seen talk about it talk
1: about how he deserved to be pardoned yeah. well, is it called a brotherhood too? don't you have that whole uh, mentality running through it
2: well, I think that and and an maybe an attitude of an understanding. A different understanding of what the law is and what it should be. You know, Joe Arpaio clearly, I think he knew it when he was breaking the law and he just didn't fucking care because he understood what he thought the law should be. That's not a policeman. That's Judge Dredd. You know, you you don't make, you don't make and pass judgment on the law. You just try and enforce it as is. And, you know, I I, I think that there's, while maybe he's a little bit of an extreme example of that, I think there's a lot of attitude in police force, forces across the nation. Like, well, you know, look, sometimes you have to kind of bend the law a little bit to get what you understand needs to be done. like, Like, not to reference the wire again, but I'm going to because the the chief w- knew that he was breaking the law he was saying you know he was basically controlling where the drug trades w- was happening in this city and he did have to eventually uh, step down or get fired i forget but you know yeah, it, it yeah he, got, he got fired it didn't it didn't last all that long and everything went back to normal afterwards but there's you know in in his case he thought that he was Doing the best that he could with what was provided. Like, you want me to enforce the law, but you also don't really give me the tools to deal with this problem properly. So, what is my job really here to, to do? Is it public safety or just enforcing the law? Well, if it's public safety, then I'm going to find ways to bend that law to make it work. It, to, to accomplish what I think ultimately needs to be done. Now uh, you know that's that's a that's kind of an altruistic example, whereas I don't really think it plays out that way in most cases. It's more a case of, well, I kind of know who the criminals are because I can you just get to know them. You know, that guy's black and that guy's driving a shitty car. You know, there's a good chance I'm going to find some shit on them and, and be able to uh, add to my quota. That's not. Enforcing any law that's, that's going well look I know how What my job really is here And I'm just gonna Bend the rules enough So that I can i can, You know Meet my quota Or whatever it is And how
1: come we don't talk about that How come the story about uh, uh, the uh, The feds coming up in Ferguson With Oh no they're not racist They're just fundraisers How come that was like a blip in the news cycle.
2: Wait, I'm sorry. Which fe- what's going on? The FBI was, uh- yeah. The,
1: the result, uh, when, uh, the police department in Ferguson got investigated by the feds, they came back with, uh, that, the, uh, that they found these guys were raising money, that these guys were fundraisers, that they weren't racially profiling. They were just fucking bleeding the town dry, so to speak. Oh, you're yeah, they're, they're being revenue collectors. Yeah. And was yes. just a blip in the news cycle. How come we don't ever talk about that part?
0: Because I think we've accepted, whether we want to admit it or not, that police are revenue collectors. That's what they do. They give you bullshit tickets for bullshit. You don't have a seatbelt on. Here's a $125 ticket. Oh, you were doing five miles over the speed limit. Here's a $200 right. ticket. Okay? They're just, they're just creating revenue for whatever city, county, whatever state they work for most of the time. Now, that's not saying, like, okay, it got broke down to me one time by a friend of mine who used to be a police officer this way, your guys in the patrol cars sitting, sitting in speed traps, they're the revenue collectors. The intelligent cops become detectives and go into homicide. The cops that basically would have been criminals if, if, if a few different things would have happened in their life generally go into either vice or narcotics. And then you have people who want to make rank and want to fucking sit at the top of the, of the heap and those are just the fucking. Those are those are those are the opportunists that are like, okay, what, what can I do, to become a major, a colonel, and get that salary, put my thirty in, and get my hundred percent retirement. And I was like, damn, dude, that's kind of a cynical view of your own, you know, profession. He's like, I'm just being honest.
1: That ain't yeah. That ain't, that ain't cynical. That's probably how it is. It's, you know, if he's in it for so long, I could see that. Like, no man, that's how it is.
2: It's the culture. Well, yeah. I mean, there's kind of. It's almost like two different types of police that we're talking about here. Inner city police that deal with crime on a daily basis and guys in the suburbs who sit on the side of, of freeways. And while I don't... <laughs> and, 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 and
0: full disclosure, he, yeah. he yes, he did work in, I won't say a rural area because it's, you, you get the idea of like, you know, trees and shit and wilderness and that's... He was in a small. He was in a small city, yeah, on the edge of the suburbs. That's where he worked. Right,
2: not I mean, a lot he, of crime, he,
0: probably. Yeah, obviously it's different if you're a fucking beat cop in Detroit because how many times have you ever seen someone? How many times have you ever gotten a ticket for a, a, a traffic infraction in Detroit?
2: And and, and so well, to be re- clear, on, on these guys, these uh, revenue collectors, there's not much you can do on a on a person to person level there because that's systematic. If that officer continues to not meet his quota, if he says this quota on your on the ticket that's bullshit, no matter how you want to phrase it, and doesn't sit on the side of the freeway and just look for people speeding, he's going to eventually be demoted sit on a desk or just be outright fired because it, it's a business like any other. It's Well, it's just like Wells Fargo that I want to talk about, too. That's the same type of behavior that, that got Wells Fargo into their situation.
0: Well, I've had cops tell Telling me... Telling and saying, they, like, here's <clears>
2: your bottom line of what we want you to accomplish now. You need to do that however the fuck you need to do that. i we're going to get somebody it, else.
0: I've had cops tell me and swear up and down that there is... No regulation rule that you have to meet a quota as far as tickets.
2: Right. You just it's happen un- to be all out swarming on the thirtieth of every month. It's an
0: unwritten rule. It's yeah. a hey, you know, you're telling me you couldn't catch X amount of speeders in, in, in the last week. What what were you doing with your time? You didn't give out this many, you know, violations for seat belts, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, what were you doing with your time?
2: Rule or not, it's a witnessed and documented behavior, so let's start talking about it from that point of view because we all see it. Oh, definitely, definitely so' let's stop, let's stop pretending that it doesn't exist and, and be adults here and talk about <laughs> what the fuck are we really doing here
0: it just it goes back it, it goes back to for some reason we've moved away from. If you're a police officer, then that's that's a position that the public is entrusting you with, so you should be held to a higher standard. If you don't want to be held to a higher standard,
1: don't take the job. Right. Well, the problem be is they need to be a citizen. They need to hold themselves to a higher standard. Well, I mean, half the I, people that are cops. I, what Aaron? What does Adam Carolla joke about? It's like all the uh, the the like football fuck ups, right? Like that had no future. Ended up, you know, they end up being cops. Yeah, like,
2: the assholes you went to high
1: school with. Yeah, yeah they, they peaked in high school. Yeah, like raise your bar of the people you hire. Well, you know, I'm sitting here and,
0: okay, so we don't hold cops to that higher standard. And we've somehow moved from that to accepting that, oh, cops aren't here to help. They're here to hand out tickets. Um, if your car gets stolen, you have to file a report for the insurance company. So they handle the paperwork for you. And I mean, same if your your house gets broken into, something like that. That's basically if you're a law abiding citizen who occasionally does shit like speed, drive with your with no seatbelt on, look at your phone while driving, whatever, and you get you know normal tickets. That's your interaction with the police. And it, it's it, there's no face to face policing anymore. Like the only reason I know some of the cops' names that I do is because of my job. I come into contact with them and you know for the most part they seem like good guys i haven't met one who i've just been like wow that guy's a fucking asshole i haven't met one yet i mean i have at other jobs in other cities you know i just put it this way um i wouldn't want to piss off a a southfield cop let's put it that way the percentage of assholes who (laughs) walked in and when i worked in southfield that i dealt with that were cops versus percentage of non-assholes was way higher in the asshole
1: side, so... I mean, it's... it's, Right. They don't have... They don't offer desirable salaries. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy rules. I mean, it's... That's... I mean, they gotta... Raise... If you're only gonna pay 35 grand a year for... For a cop, you're going to get a thirty-five grand a year cop. That's a valid point. How degree. how
2: much do we respect that position? Because usually we do that with money, like with doctors and lawyers and whatnot. You're going to get a cop who works hard enough just to not get fired. Right. Well, it, it's interesting because talking again about the difference between inner city cops and suburban cops. You know, if you're in an area that has a, a higher crime rate, I understand that a lot of your job is just like whack-a-mole. It's just trying to keep the shit from boiling over, right? Now, if you happen to be lucky enough to live in a very low crime rate area, don't you think that it wouldn't really change your job description? I think it should be to, paid accordingly. It doesn't, mean it doesn't mean it's changed to revenue collector. It means that you are on preventative duty. Like, your job now is to make sure that you don't have to get calls when shit gets out of control. Let's say, you know... It should be... It, sh- instead of getting called out for the, uh, for the neighbors that are fighting with each other, maybe if you were in their neighborhood every once in a while and talked to these people, you'd find out that there is some kind of beef that you could have intercepted and prevented before it ever happened.
1: It should be a sliding pay scale. For what you have to deal with I, I, The only comparison I no, have I is don't. what I know Is like, like radio Your salaries are your salary is based on the cost of living where you're at Cops If you have to be a cop In, uh, the south, in southwest Detroit Versus a cop in fucking uh, Beverly Hills, Michigan Or West Bloomfield the Pay for the guy that's got to go deal with the shit in southwest Should be way more than the guy who's just got to sit And look for fucking speeders
2: I don't, I don't agree and, and, and here's why. I mean, a little Every, bit of a bonus in, because it's, it's a potentially more hazardous job. Well, that's, that's just economics and that's how it works. I mean, if you, you know, you want to get a guy to go on a fishing boat in Alaska, you're going to have to pay him a little bit more than, than your average uh, salary for just somebody that can lift 50 pounds. But if you, I mean, I guess I don't agree because I think you kind of contradict your, your previous point about what, how do you v- value this job at all? I, no, I think you, that you, you there the should be higher salaries regardless shit. of what you have to deal with. And, and an acknowledgement of, I mean, look, statistically, I'm sure you're more likely to be shot or killed as a police officer if you work in Detroit or Chicago or New York or some place. But, uh, it's, a, it's ultimately a dangerous job. Anyway, I mean, like I watch Fargo. I know this shit happens out in the, <laughs> out in the country too
1: uh, just i don't know to, to me, me getting shot at four times a week is worth more than me parking in the same fucking parking lot well I, from I, I think two, two to five that, every day yeah. and you know using the radar gun i don't to well
0: me, let's okay if we 're going to talk about exaggerating let's let 's yeah. get to some uncomfortable truth here about about police officers and how dangerous of a job it truly is it's not okay, even in the yeah. top 10 most da- it's not even in top 10 top 20 top 25 most dangerous jobs in america
2: yeah all you're right? right you're absolutely it right. is it is
0: it is one of those things like we have as a society just agreed to just go oh it's such a dangerous job and it's like eh, compared to i mean being a being a fucking third shift clerk at 7 is more dangerous all right yeah, being a pizza a delivery driving
2: is probably more dangerous
0: yeah, being a being a logger is more dangerous. Being a truck driver is more dangerous. Being a, ca- a cab driver is more dangerous. But we never bring that up. You know, we just kind of it's 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 one of those. It's it's like you know, oh, okay, this person transitioned from male to female, but you know, we're we're going to call him a woman now because that's what he would you know she prefers. But let's be honest, at forty years old, you're still getting a finger up the butt, chick. All right, you still have a prostate. By by you can't change biology it's just a fact it's not that dangerous of a job compared to other jobs but we don't hold those jobs up and call those people heroes and all this shit it where it comes in where it's i guess where, and i feel this way at least where it's warranted that they're looked at as like heroes is a long way to go some cops are heroes a lot of shit birds just like the military but it's the fact that they do the job that no one else wants to do Or they go against every instinct in their body. When most people would run, they're run away from the danger. They're running towards it. Same thing with firefighters. You know, I mean, it's not if you see a burning house, your instinct is not to run into it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As soon as you find out it's not yours, you go on about your day. Not mine. All right,
0: cool. You're like that sucks. Hope they got insurance. That's a bad Uh, one.
2: Hey, have you guys heard about the story of that just happened last week in Detroit? About the guy running... uh, He was driving a four-wheeler around Detroit. And a black kid, I think, like 15, 16 years old. And just doing crazy shit on a four-wheeler. You know, probably out on the street. And a couple of state troopers try and pull him over and he takes off. And they chase him down. And the the, the officer on the passenger side tases him in order to get him to... I don't know what. I mean, surely it's going to stop him, but not in any safe way and sure enough he goes crashing into the back of a pickup truck and dies i can't imagine what what you're thinking (laughs) i mean i I know that show that was on to you the object is to get this guy to stop well i mean dude i mean my my thinking is you ran from the police are you fucking kidding me chris you you to be tased while you're on a four-wheeler pull over I'm not saying you deserve Uh, to die, but you ran from the police, like um, on a vehicle that goes what forty, pull over fifty miles, maybe tops. I doubt even that. Like you can even wait this guy out if it's really that big of a deal. And it's a kid doing dumb shit on a four wheeler. What is the the crime so big that this guy has to be apprehended so bad? It's worth. How do you first of all not think that somebody's going to die? If they're going balls out on a four wheeler and you tase them, that is as lethal as if he just drew a bead on the guy's skull. Pull over. I mean, that's fuck you.
1: Pull. You should have pulled over. If you pull over, none of this. He should have happens. done a lot of
2: things. He should have done a lot of if things. If he pulled Clearly over and getting none on the four wheeler first in the first place, he would have. He would have still been alive. Most likely, he doesn't
1: get tased. He doesn't run into the back of the truck if he pulls over.
2: <laughs> How is that the answer? for clearly egregious behavior from the police. Do you think they meant a, a to complete, kill him? I the guess cop has, a police officer has a complete disregard for somebody's life, and your answer is you should have pulled over. Do you think they meant to kill him? I don't think they meant yeah. to kill him. I don't see how they... Re- mean it or not, if you're that stupid that you don't understand what's going to happen, that you don't know what it looks like when somebody gets tased... I mean, first of all, you're talking about your controls for brake and gas are on your hands that are going to seize up when electricity shoots through your body. So either that vehicle speeds up or it immediately stops and you flip over the handlebars while the thing's going 45 miles an hour. That'll probably kill you if the truck wasn't there to stop them. Or you stop and none of this happens. What (laughs) what good has ever come from running from the police? None! Exactly! And that's not the argument. If that's your only answer to this, then imagine if that was anybody's answer to this is, well, they should have pulled over. And so we continue to have police officers that think in this fashion that e- you either, A, are too stupid to do your fucking job, which isn't that hard, or, B, you have no regard for human life. Either one of those situations, I don't want those people running around with guns. But
1: they are. So what's the, how do we, what's the
2: solution? Well, I think we were already talking about that. Higher pay, higher standards... I mean we didn't talk about better training but that goes in there with that those oh, are actual, to, those are actual solutions.
0: You also have to change the culture and the mindset that is so ingrained in police that <clears throat> I mean it, it it's almost second nature. I mean it's if okay. Yeah, you should never run from a cop. If you run from a cop though, no matter what, you're going to get your ass beat. They are going to beat on you with as many cops show up at, before you're handcuffed, while you're handcuffed, it's going to happen. It is a g- given. And that is indicative of the mindset of police. Oh, you didn't do what we said. We're going to inflict punishment upon you for not doing what we said. That's not a police, that's not That's not a cop's job. Right. The cop's job is not to punish criminals. The cop's job is to apprehend and deliver criminals to the justice system for them to punish.
2: Well, actually, you can't even say criminals because... Well, alleged
0: criminals, whatever.
2: Right. They need to find people suspected of doing wrong and apprehend them until somebody else can judge them.
0: And when we go, or when people go, shouldn't have ran from the cops. Okay. Well, in in other shocking news, water's wet. Uh, Yeah, I know. But is getting your you ass beat is getting your ass beat is is that a proper response i mean if if you if you're a parent and you go to 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 punish your kid and your kid runs from you and you start hitting your kid like cops hit hit people who run from them, you will go to jail. Bottom line: if someone breaks in your house and runs off your property with with something of yours in their hand and you run them down and beat them like cops beat the people that run from them. You go to jail, so we're already telling police you're above the law. It just you gotta be, you gotta walk that fine line. Don't get too carried away with it. Don't go all malice green on us. I
1: mean, I'd, and it's it's bullshit. I'd rather end up in the hospital with a nice fat lawsuit against the Michigan State Police waiting for me when I got out, rather than you know with the end
2: game here. But I'd rather have these people not be police. That's think the it, problem. But that's the not the problem. Is not people are always going to find themselves. It, in, in situations where they're going to run from the police. But there's... You,
0: anyway. But think it through to its logical collusion, or, uh, uh, conclusion. You're sitting in the hospital. You, you 1-800-CALL-SAM. You got a lawyer on deck. Fucker's a, a, a pit bull, ready to, ready to fucking lay, lay into the police force. You win your fucking settlement. Where does that money come from? That money comes from the taxpayers. So what happens now? That's less money to go towards actually hiring better police, which is what we were starting off trying to do, to give them better training, to weed out this mentality of you are the judge, jury, and executioner the minute you put that badge on. And so we're right back to we don't have the money to pay for better fucking police. We don't have the money to raise standards. We don't have the money for better training. At some point, the cycle has to be broken. The most logical point is hold police to a higher standard than we hold private citizens. And it's not the way it is. I'm te- look, was it it Philip Castile or whatever his name was in Minnesota that got shot? If that was a private citizen that shot that guy, his ass would be in prison right now. Oh, yeah. There's Now, I mean, Michael Brown, we got sold a bill of goods on Michael Brown. That, that did not go down the way people who you know, in, in who, you know, oh, Black Lives Matter and Hands Up Don't Shoot, would like us to believe. Alright? The facts just didn't play out in their favor. Alright? In that case, there was no reason to shoot that guy. There's a video on YouTube I could send you guys of a of a private investigator sitting doing his job and a cop walks up and there's three other cops with him. And this cop starts what you know, what what are you doing here? Blah blah blah. And he's like, I'm a private investigator you know etc etc i'm licensed to carry i do have a weapon on me this cop pulls his gun on this guy and he is two feet the barrel is two feet from this guy's face and he stays like that for three or four minutes while three other cops sit there with their thumbs up their ass why has this cop got his gun out in this guy's face it's obviously his life's not in danger because the other cops didn't feel the need to pull their gun his fucking sergeant has to come over and tell him to holster his weapon and walk away. That guy should never be a cop. The problem is, that's the attitude that a lot of cops have. Oh, you're not going to do what I say? Then I'm going to pull my gun. That should always be a last resort. Well, I was afraid for my life. Well, it says justification for, for murder. He ran, so I beat him. Wait, uh, uh, I'm glad you have all that energy after chasing him on foot. No, bullshit. You are You are given... To whom much is given, much is expected. If we're going to give you the privilege, there's that P word, of being a peacekeeper, you need to be held to a higher standard.
1: The, the problem is culture starts at the top. You know, it's, it, it starts in the courts. It, 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 that is the issue here. It's not going to change at the bottom, because let's, let's be honest here. If we go on the, the hierarchy you know, of government here, I mean, the co- cops are there at the bottom. You know, they are the fucking drones. So uh, no, but I
2: think you know if you're talking about hiring a higher standard of humans for your police force, that is starting at the top. I, I get, but it's, but to me though, you're still you still have that
1: attitude in the courts of they're still going to take care of each other. Look at uh, you know, look at Michael Brown, uh, look at Philando Castillo. I mean, courts to courts, it, one oh. hand's washing the other with the courts no, and the I cops. Don't,
2: I don't know. I mean, you, you may be right on that. I guess that's not the way that I see it because it's, the courts can only do so much with what they're, with what they're given. And a lot of police officers give them nothing.
1: Dude, look at Rodney King.
2: They were on video whooping his ass. They still got off. No, I, yeah, I know because.
1: That's the, it's,
2: it's one hand washing the other, man.
1: It's, it's that, I'm because talking about the rest of their precinct years will
2: not turn against them and say, I don't condone that kind of behavior. These guys should not be police officers. If that happened, then you'd see actual repercussions. But if if nobody can get any of the police officers to actually talk about the situation... Then they're usually left with, uh, you know, what have you? If it's a jury, it's a hung jury. If it's if it's a judge, he's like, well, I just don't have enough evidence to convict on this.
1: Because remember, addressing the problem uh, insinuates guilt. Like actually acknowledging there is a problem says that there's a problem.
0: Uh, Well, there's also an issue. There's also an issue when you have people like the sheriff in Arizona, because if you're a police officer serving under him, you can run wild with it. And you know you've got fucking carte blanche to do so. Because look at the example he said. You're telling me that, you're telling me that, hit, that you think a, 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 someone who is, is in charge of police officers that's like that, that, that guy is going to run a squeaky clean police department? Fuck no. Of course not. So, I mean, that, that shit rolls downhill. The problem is and I and I do have empathy for cops when it comes to this because I understand it a little bit, just a tiny bit. Now then I can I'll never be a police officer, so I'll never understand it on the level they do. It is real fucking hard to stand up and point to someone who does the same job as you and might one day your life might depend on him covering your fucking six and go this guy's a fucking piece of shit. He's constantly violating people's rights. He's constantly fucking planting evidence, and he needs to be fucking fired and imprisoned. Because every other person that you work with is going to... Believe me, they ain't ever forgetting that shit. Oh, right. I mean, I mean, basically, you blow a whistle as a cop, you might as well fucking put in your two weeks notice, and you better fucking wear body armor for those next two weeks. I mean, that's just all there is to it. So I I, I do have empathy for cops that they are like, we want to stand up, but when we do... It's not even from the top down. It's from our own people. It's from our peers. You know, you better not call for backup ever again, motherfucker. You going to turn us in? You going to rat us out? Yeah. Sometimes it needs to be done. That's what I'm talking about: changing the mindset and the culture. And that's you're not going to change that from the courts. Now, if you want to say you can, you can change it from the leadership in the police department. I have I have more hope that you could there, but from the courts, the courts don't fucking matter. How many cops get on the stand and lie every day just to fucking make sure a case or someone
1: gets convicted? But that's what I'm saying. Like, don't let that shit... Be, like, I'm, I guess I can't speak for him, but I'm sure there's got to be a mentality out there. It's like, doesn't matter. I, I, I'll get off. I mean, that's got to be floating around out there. You know, especially if it's... you know. Right, but the,
2: but, that's, but the reason that they're getting off is not because they have the sympathy of judges or juries or anyone. It's because they they have the support of the rest of the people in their precinct that no one's willing to cut to step up and say anything about it to give uh, any prosecutor a, a case to work with. It's,
1: it's, some of those judges used to be DAs they worked with. I mean, like I don't know. It's a whole shitty system, uh, culture. I <laughs> yeah. should say.
2: I'm, I'm not trying to defend judges. I'm sure there's sh- just as shitty ones out there as there are in any any job, but I don't think that's where your your problem with the police officers ultimately lies. The Problem is that they don't have enough great grenade <laughs> grenade launchers and tanks, apparently. Yeah,
1: Trump had to give well, give them all back.
2: Yeah, you can give yeah. them, give them their toys back. The, you know the, really was so thrilled. Really,
0: a large part of the problem is Trump pardons that that sheriff and. Half the population stands up and applauds it.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: what it? it just goes the- back to it. just goes back to once again, it's not happening to me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and, and I, I know you. It sounds like you want to change. Somebody, so I want to touch on something real quick. Yeah. If you think they're fucking and I, oh god, <sighs> if my one friend who is a police officer is listening to this, he's gonna fucking be screaming at his goddamn fucking phone when he hears this. If you think they're giving police. More military equipment, militarizing them more, basically telling them you are an occupying force in the streets of the city you work in is going to improve relations between citizens and the police. You are so fucking high. I, I've I've been I've been high and seen the sky split, and I've never fucking been as high to think that. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's give fucking Garden City, Michigan tanks. Because, you know, yeah. all 7,000 people that live here, you know, they w- what we need is is our police force to have tanks and armored personnel carriers and fucking, you know, d- grenade launchers and shit. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly what we need. Because, guys, if they have the gear, they have to justify having it at some point. That's why there's been such a large spike in no-knock warrants and them just kicking down doors to serve warrants for like failure to appear in court and all that shit. That's how come, you know, it's it's a given these days. If your door gets kicked in and you got a dog, that dog's dead. They're going to kill that dog right off the bat. Well, it, it barked at me. Of course it did, stupid. You just fucking kicked in a goddamn door. If I fart too loud in my sleep, my dog barks. Should I fucking wake up and shoot it? Right. And and, if you think, and none of this none of this leads to a more free society. In or, fact, it goes quite in the opposite direction.
2: Right, because you I mean you could have used that money for other things, but that's not how it's allocated. If you say if you raise your hand and say I think our officers need to be paid higher, need to be paid more, you know, your answer is going to be like, "Well, let's see. Uh, I don't know if the voters are going to go for that, and this is a really, going to be a really tough election year, anyway. Uh, we'll see what we can do about about that." But if you say, "Hey, uh, we think there might be some terrorists in our neighborhood, and we want a tank just in case," they're like, "Oh yeah, totally. Whatever you need, dude." Well, it's also like
0: when they it, when the, when the federal government gives funds for like road work. If you don't spend it, you're not going to get as much as you got this year next year.
2: Right. Yeah, you have to you have to show that you did something with that equipment. It's necessary. Show some results. Cuz otherwise your budget's getting slashed.
0: And when you give people basically a fucking blank piece of paper and say Come up with your own reasons to justify this type of shit. What do you, what do you think's going to happen? They're going to run wild. And you're going to end up with a lot more situations of cops walking around like they're in fucking downtown Baghdad. You know, and I'm sorry. Cops already look at the victim mentality this country has, has definitely seeped into the police department. Having friends that are police officers, I see the stuff they post. I see the pages they like. I see the groups they're in. And it's just, we're victims, everybody hates us, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it is, it is us versus Did you them.
2: Did not know that that was the job when you applied? Like, only kids like cops, and kids are stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I mean, you know, the first, the first incident I had with a police officer made me go, man, fuck that cop. I was like eight years, I was eight years old, I was in school, and the cop was, it was probably some like program or something, he came in and gave a presentation, he was leaving, he was walking towards the office, and me and a buddy were coming out of the office, and when he passed, I just said, oh, I wonder what that cop's doing here, and he stopped dead and said, hey, turn around, boy, I'm talking to you, turn around, (laughs) and I turned around, and he goes, what'd you call me? I said, I said, I wonder why this, what you're doing here, no, what'd you call me, cop? I'm not a cop. I'm a police officer. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Seriously? Someone just needs to take that nightstick and bury it to the fucking handle in his ass. Right. Fucking piece of shit. Are you serious? That's how you present yourself to a fucking eight, nine year old kid? Well, and and even, I mean,
2: even if you're a good police officer, I mean, it's like complaining about. Not being appreciated at your job at the DMV. Like, nobody is ever going to appreciate you. Nobody wants to be in that situation. So they're never going to be like, I mean, occasionally, yeah. It's not, I'm not saying I've never met a cop I didn't like. And most of the interactions that I've had with the police officers have actually been really nice. But it's also because I'm not calling him on the bullshit that is a situation in the first place. You know, I understand that whatever I'm getting pulled over for is bullshit, but I'm not getting anywhere arguing with this guy cuz it's not his bullshit. He's just playing the bullshit game that was laid out for him.
0: Well to to use your example of the DMV. I used to go to one particular DMV because I don't know if they were pumping something in the fucking in in the in the through the air ducts or what, but I mean I never, I never had a bad experience here. Never ran into a fucking pissy person that worked there. Yeah. They were helpful. They were polite. It was please. It was thank you. It was yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am. Have a good day. Anything we can do to help you? You know, oh, you right. don't have all the paperwork here. Here's what you need to get. I know it's a pain in the butt. I'm sorry. You know, blah blah blah. And I was like, what the fuck? That's that's how you change people's opinions. Of your profession is
2: you no, you be a better person
0: right. at your job
2: yeah because you know i well i use that as kind of a general and a stereotype that anyone can identify with but here in michigan we don't call them dmvs it's the secretary of state yeah and they used to be just as shitty as i've heard any other dmv be but within the uh the last well it's been almost like a decade now since they reformed. I think it seems like it's been a while and I wish I could remember the the name of the woman who was in charge that actually uh put in a lot of the changes but youre you're, you're right The experience of going to deal with plates and license and all that bullshit became immensely better almost across the board at, at like an, just about any secretary of state that I've been to recently, but you know what it took took somebody going look people think that people have a shitty time when they come here how can we make that better do some sur- they they did surveys you know they listened to people's feedback they witnessed they studied and went here's how we can streamline this process here's how we can make sure everybody's experience is better somebody actually gave a shit enough to go, it's not that hard to figure out how to make the system work better. It's just about giving a shit. And not just having it be, well, it's government, what are you going to do? you got to get your license done. So it's it's not like you're not going to go there. So why do we have to be nice and accommodating or anything? We have no competition. Yeah, it's the electric company attitude. Where else are you going to go? Right. Which is why in so many interactions people have this low opinion of their government and it becomes this like you know this idea that any government is bad that it's all corrupt and that it's all useless it's all just bureaucracy and red tape well you know
0: it's it's <clears throat> here in Michigan I don't know about other states I haven't lived in other states in a while they now when they pull you over they have a database and they can tell whether you have insurance or not yeah and to be clear they can't
2: I, pull you over for not having insurance but if they pull you over for anything else they can run your insurance exactly yeah
0: and so when they walk up the last time i got pulled over he walks up and he goes uh license registration and i i hand it to him and uh he goes, Do you have insurance, and I kind of smiled and I said, you knew that you know the answer to that question before you even ask it. Right. And he smiled and he smiled back and he's like, oh, you figured that one out? And I'm like, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it, I think it's pretty much common knowledge at this point. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, that's how come we don't require you to have paper and proof of insurance? You can just have it on your phone. That's that's. He goes, in fact, we don't even. <laughs> we just ask to see if someone's going to lie to us because if they will lie to us about that, they will lie to us about something else.
1: Right. Oh, Oh, yeah, I had to, I forget, but I, uh, had to show a uh, cop my proof of insurance. Uh, I think it was just, it was some time where I got pulled over and let go. Uh, but, uh, I was having trouble remembering the password. He's like, oh, don't worry. He's like, uh, eh, just make sure you have it up by the time I come back. You know, goes to his car. I figure out my password, show it to him. He's like, all right. But, yeah, he's like, yeah, you got insurance. I'll let you sweat while I go write your ticket. Yeah. I
0: mean, but, he could have been a dick and been like, I, "That's not the question I asked you." But I, and I didn't, I didn't say it in a, in a dickish way. I just kind of said it like in a, like, "Come on, we both know the answer to this question." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like,
3: yeah,
0: I get what you, I get. I, you know, kind of like, a, like I get what you're doing here, dude. You know what I'm saying? And th- th- thanks for the courtesy. You know, yeah, yeah. But we both know how this ends. <laughs> and I mean. You know, I was on the job, so that's pr- he. He. That's probably why he took you know mercy on I mean, you. Know he only had me doing seven over. I'm like, that's not right.
2: really. <laughs> I'm going to go to court over that. Are you kidding? Right. Well, it <laughs> but, might have been a smart-ass response, but it was a truthful response because you were admitting.
0: Yeah, and I did have, and I did have insurance, and so, I mean, now if he'd have come up and I didn't have insurance and he had asked me that question, I'd have been uh, probably sitting there. Uh, I probably would have had the same look on my face if he asked me to divide by zero. I'd have been like, "Uh, well, (laughs) shit." (laughs) What do you? I mean, I guess at this point, now that I know what I know, I just—if I'm ever without insurance and I get pulled over, proof of insurance? I don't. I don't have insurance. Just give me that ticket. You know? (laughs) I mean, there's there's no point in even trying to, to lie and talk your way out of it. There's none whatsoever. But I mean, you know that interaction with that particular police officer was like okay like he could have been a dick about it and he wasn't and you know i'm like because of that logically or not it it gives me it gave me a better impression of his city's police force because it makes me think if they're willing to hire a cop like that then there's probably other police officers like that on the force too. I mean, because if you run into if you run into five cops and four of them are assholes and they're all from the same city, you can pretty much guarantee that that that, that, that's, that stat's going to hold for the entire police force.
2: Right. It's like if that's you went my to a, if, if you went to a bar and every bartender and waitress had big tits and blonde hair, you'd be like, the boss really likes tits and blondes.
0: Exactly. exactly. There,
2: there's clearly something going on from the top down, literally. And I mean, you know, like I said,
0: in my job, I come into contact with police, you know, not not quite often, but, you know, every once in a while. And, you know, by the nature of my job, sometimes there's 10, 15 minutes to kill, and I'll just, you know, shoot the shit with them. And the ones that sit, sit and talk to you, and they don't talk down to you. They talk to you like a human being. Like... Take the uniform off the guy, put him in regular clothes, and he could be a guy I met in a bar. And I'm, I'm, you know, just shooting a shit about, about whatever. That's, to me, that's, why sh- why shouldn't police have that attitude? Until I'm breaking the law, there's no reason to walk around like you're fucking Billy Badass. That's not, that's, that gets, that, that helps nobody whatsoever. That just, in fact, that escalates situations before anyone even opens their mouth, if you get some cocky ass fucking cop comes strutting up with his fucking buzz, you know buzz cut and attitude, you're gonna be like, "Oh, look at this motherfucker! Really? This is this this is the one I this is the one I got to deal with? Great, wonderful."
2: Yeah. yeah, I think if I was a police officer, I I wouldn't mind the cocky attitude. I'd be like, I still have the gun, <laughs> like. I still know how this is going to play out. Let them run their mouths. I don't understand this this macho idea of, of having to be respected. Well, that's
1: once again. A, well, that's a culture thing, not just in police. That's kind of it. It is our whole and, culture at the moment.
0: And I, I, I I'm just going by what I was told by a former police officer years ago. It's that type of you will respect me, you have to respect me culture. That's a street thing. That's a cop thing. And he said, not joking at all, some of the best cops I met would have been great criminals because they think just alike.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: They can can almost second guess what a criminal is going to do to a T because that's what they would do if they were a criminal.
2: Yeah. Some of them actually are criminals like Joe Arpaio.
0: You know, the really sad part is is. I, you know i know that there's been some sort of resistance to his pardoning of him but how much how much time is he really going to do even oh, if even right. if they
2: right not even no, if I the mean, pardon
0: yeah even if the pardon gets reversed he's going to what he's going to sit in fucking protective custody in a county jail not in tent city that's for goddamn sure mark my words on that one
2: he's going to have right? ac
0: and yeah he's going to what do a couple months
2: He'll on, re- uh, worst case scenario, will get really sucked into Days of Our Lives. Uh, see, we're getting back to one hand washing the other. Yeah, he doesn't deserve the pardon. He deserves an, a real sentence, what he deserves. But- the problem is, is that
0: they only got him on contempt of court. You can't, right? just like we talked about with OJ, we kind of know why they gave OJ the sentence he did, or they did, because they were like, well, you got away with murder. Now we're going to throw the book at you and give you the most amount of time we can. That's not really. That's not how justice should work. And as you're, much as it chaps my ass, you're right. I, I can't. I can't root for the guy to get like you know 15 years over contempt to court. That's ridiculous.
2: No, and and even uh, when you pointed out the hypocrisy, I I understand it because uh, it, when you put it that way, it does kind of chafe me that. That he's getting any kind of jail time, I don't. I don't know unless this judge has an actual record of finding people guilty of contempt of court and actually having them serve some, uh, you know, months in jail or whatnot. It's it's probably not that common a thing, especially when you're dealing with a uh, a police officer, much less a, a sheriff. So. Yeah, it does kind of reek of uh, Vigilante justice As the Republicans would call it These out of control judges You know, this is One of the the few silver linings Of of Trump's uh, administration Is that, let us see How useful our judicial system Actually can be Not that it completely, you know Not that Trump can't reverse that anyways With a pardon, or can he You know, uh, was it uh, Paul Begala that said on on real time last week that what this pardon of Joe Arpaio really was was a message to anybody wrapped up in this Russia investigation to stay strong because he will support you and ultimately pardon you and and I believe that well that on top of the the fact that you know Arpaio was his buddy in the uh, birtherism scandal quote unquote, but yeah, and we covered it,
0: we covered that last week. Trump has a real issue saying anything negative about anyone who said something positive about him. It's like once you stroke right. his ego, you're in his cool book for you know
1: and that's the thing is I only really think that I think that's the only reason behind his pardon oh, definitely that, is, dude. that guy had his back during the birther shit.
0: I don't think Trump would have, if, if if he hadn't had his back during the birth of shit, Trump Trump still wouldn't know who the fuck he is.
2: Yep. Well that that's probably true as well. But I'm sure that there is a lot of people that were telling him not to go through with this pardon, especially when you're still trying to get rid of the stink of neo Nazis, that it's really not a good time to to pardon somebody and really <laughs> I think, in most cases, people would say, unless there's really extreme circumstances, the first year of your presidency is not a good time to be pardoning people. usually, no. presidents wait till that that last quarter and they 're just like, Oh, and by the way, these guys are all out of jail see ya yeah exactly but but what uh, the story that I read today was that uh, Mueller is working with um with state police force on on some of the things that he's investigating. And the theory is, is that he's, if he brings state charges against somebody and uses that to pressure them, the president has no authority over that. Only the governor can pardon you if you're found guilty by the state. If you're found guilty by the federal government, then the president can do something about it. So that might be a way to actually... You know, if if they actually get some charges on somebody and use that as leverage to get them to turn against Trump, Trump won't have, you know, the pardon dangling there to say, hey, just keep your mouth shut and it's all going to be fine. Well,
0: I just, I can't even think of, uh, <laughs> sorry, I got a little bit hung up on what you said and I was thinking about it. I can't think of another president that's pardoned someone this early in their uh, term. Yeah. Did or- Ford do it? Did Ford do it for uh, Nixon?
2: Uh, yes. At the beginning of his term? Okay, that's, yeah, that that's w- the that only that Yeah, I think that's the only time. I don't know. Yeah, pardon something you do on your, on your way out.
1: Like, it wasn't what, December's when Obama did all those pardons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't Bush uh, last month pardon a whole bunch of people? But hey, yeah. But we talked about You really think Donald Trump's going to listen to anybody, has to say to him? No. Don- he's already proven that. Donnie John's going to do what he wants. i like to credit Tina Fey with coming up for a suitable nickname, finally.
2: Right, but I think left to his own devices, he wouldn't have pardoned him. I think he had, he had his staff telling him, don't touch this with a 10-foot pole, and he had his lawyer saying, you might want to pardon this guy as a message.
1: But What's the message?
2: The, uh, the message that I stated earlier, that it, if anybody gets wrapped up in the Russia investigation and fears facing jail time know that the president will pardon you, which means that they are less likely to cooperate with the investigation and actually turn against Trump. I guess. I mean, does this guy have any ties to that investigation? I, no, 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 no. It. No, that's no a- you're misunderstanding. Zero ties. It has zero to do directly with the Russia investigation. It's a willingness to pardon somebody because they are on your team, on your side. They got your back and you got their back. And that's the that's the message with this yeah. pardon ultimately. Any anybody invo- that that has the FBI approach them on this investigation and want some answers, you keep your mouth shut. Ah see no I'll make sure you get the pardon.
1: I think you're giving him too much credit. I think he's just him pardoning a buddy. I
2: really don't think he's even like drawing lawyers. I, I don't I, even think g- he's I didn't give that. him any credit. I said his lawyers his lawyers were the, probably the ones who were whispering in his ear, saying how good a pardon would look to anybody that, that falls under the Russia investigation. Well, we'll see. Uh,
1: I, just always, I, I just find it suspicious, too, that Russia has just seems to, seems to just go away. It seems to be fading into the background.
2: Uh, uh, well, I mean, it's, didn't- it's on the back burner as far as the news is concerned, but that's where it should be. That's I mean, all not, I need. I I want a steady flow of information. I don't want to be bombarded with it. I don't want it to be the top headline every day. I just want to be kept abreast of the situation as it plays out.
0: Well, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to you know sound like Miss Cleo, but when we first started talking about the Russia shit, this is going. It's going exactly like I said it was going to go. Uh, the so, something else will happen. Okay, ice man. And uh,
3: god damn it i fuck, <laughs> see I, fuck, I try
0: i even i even give a preface to, to to try to distance myself and i and I couldn't but um no and and it's i don't it didn't take any like you know psychic ability to see this coming it's just it's the nature of how society is these days it's at the front it's at the forefront of our minds it's everybody's talking about everybody talking about it everybody' talking about it, and then something else happens all of a sudden statues have to come down down south. And everybody's got an opinion about that, and everybody's riled up about that. And then, you know, the flood happens in in, in Texas and shit, and every you know everybody's talking about that and politicizing that, and, and and you know it's climate change. No, it's God punishing us because people fuck each other in the ass and all this bullshit. And it's just like you said, Aaron, it goes to the back burner. Right. And well, I mean, that's just the nature of of society, how things but work. But I think
2: that's a. I think that ultimately is appropriate. The outrage if if there's an investigation if there's suspected wrongdoing or outright crime from the president or his administration i think you know outrage is something that you can't necessarily control you're like so angered you're outraged but the correct and adult response is concern and interest because again we're talking about an investigation and if we're so concerned about, you know, citizens having their rights violated by people like Joe Arpaio, well, you know, we have to extend those same rights to everyone, even those who look ridiculously guilty. And that's a
0: good. That's a good point. And it brings me to a, a question: Would you? Would either of you? If. It took someone breaking the rules, the law, whatever, in, in this investigation, but the end result was Trump was out of office. Would you go, well, eh, let's turn a blind eye towards that. Or would you rather them play by the rules, stick to the letter of the law, and he stays in office?
2: I Yes, I, I would rather the the, the latter. Yeah, I, yeah, me too. Because I, otherwise feel, you have yeah. a never-ending battle and you have a martyr who was removed by the radical left and the deep state. And, and you also just, you did the two wrongs theory. R- exactly. You
1: sunk to their level. You, you, just because it wasn't the same thing, you, 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 you know, you're still shopping at the same store, so to speak.
2: Right. And, and I actually had this thought earlier today, is that, you know, if, If enough evidence can't be found that something illegal happened under, you know, by Trump or his administration, then we have to live with it. We have to see the rest of his term out and own it like adults because, you know, half of this country wanted it and the other half let it happen.
0: You know, I and I'm, I'm with you guys on that. That's that's how I feel. And yeah. I got into a discussion with someone online, who was like, someone posed that question online, and they were, and this one person was like, "I don't give a fuck. Break every law you got to to get him out of there." And I said, can I,
1: "What if I said, that's no, you? What if you, that's what might be my question to that person? What if that's
2: you?"
0: Well, I said, you know, you or you what if that's are,
2: your your, what if that's your politician? What if it was Hillary? And the Republicans are trying to break every law they can to get her out of office and succeed.
0: And I mean, I, I pointed out to this person, I said, how is what you just said any different than the people who you hate saying, you know, right. oh, I don't give a shit what what, the, what evidence the cops plant. He's a drug dealer and he needs to go to prison. And you cry about you're violating that person's civil rights.
2: Right.
1: I mean... How are you well, listen, any different than that person? Just, You're not. Uh, just because uh, you don't like them doesn't mean they're not entitled to their due process. Name, exactly.
2: name call all you want about what you think of, of Trump, his family, his administration. But really what this comes down to is they understood, Trump and everybody else involved in this, they have this understanding that they know what is best for the country and a deep set belief that hillary and other democrats are bad for the country and that they will then use any method at their disposal to accomplish their goals understanding that at the end of the day they're the quote unquote good guys and that's the same exact behavior that people who want to see trump out by any means possible are 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 engaging in hey you want to to have
1: faith in the system you got to follow it
2: it's the same thing now the only i think the only thing that you could the only leg that you could make this argument possibly stand on is the idea of him being unhinged Right. right that any means possible is acceptable to get him out of office if you think that he's going to land us in the middle of World War III with North Korea or somebody.
1: Well, but
2: even uh, then, uh, I think you've got to really uh, believe that the he, system is completely broken.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, you know, I, in a, during that discussion, someone posted something, and I thought, it was, I thought it was rather, I mean, right on the nose. It was you're now seeing a generation of people on the left who for the first time are being told in their political adult lives were told no and you're seeing the reaction of it and yeah. it's bringing out the worst in a lot of those people oh yeah because i'm not talking about the the like the people i'm talking about couldn't vote when bush was in when he ran both times these are people who the first time they voted you know the people he was referring to they voted for obama you know they could they, you know they hit 18 and it was hope and change and you know eight years of that and then i mean the, the <laughs> i don't know how you get the complete antithesis of of obama is donald trump and they're like i i i, I you know fuck it we got to do whatever we got to do to get him out of here and it's like you kind of do see how because you don't get your way you turn into the very thing that you've been fighting against you know i can't remember who said it but be careful about fighting monsters be, you know Least you become one yourself, type attitude or mindset, I should say, and it. it I, I truly believe it is that way with a lot of people because I see people that go, I don't care what, he, I don't care, I don't care if what he did was legal. Find some way to fucking get him out of office. If if someone's got to plant some, someone's got to testify and lie under oath. I don't give a shit. Do it. Right. And it's like, I, I just that mindset. I I never understood it when it came from the right with Clinton, and I don't understand it now with with. With, with Trump, and I definitely don't want Trump in office, but I can't justify shitting all over the system just to get your way, because mm-hmm. Chris Chris is exactly right, and, you're, and, and, and you were right. What happens when it's your guy? What happens when it's, you know, the, the, the politician you voted for and they're in office? Because if that is, we're going to lower the bar and play dirty pool that's not going to be the last time it happens. That's just the opening salvo in this fucking war. And once the politi- once politicians understand, oh, we can lie and get people out of office, we can just blatantly break the law with no fear of repercussions and get people out of office, it's going to happen every single fucking president. Or it at least they're going to try. Yeah, at yeah, least they'll happened.
1: try. And then we're Russia.
0: I mean... At that point you have you have you have people fighting over who they want installed in office it doesn't matter what the people say
2: Well there's there's also the scenario of you know what happens when Trump is removed maybe it's better to have him that in office for 4 years hobbled and dragging the Republican name through the mud instead of let's face it a politician with a proven track record of success. Hey, well, you know, we're on,
1: what, about eight months of nothing? <laughs> I mean, again, what, in, in our lifetime, when has the output from the government been so slow? S- slow giving it too much credit.
0: <clears throat> it got pretty bad with Obama, with, with the Republicans just saying, no, unless, unless you absolutely ram it down our throats. And there's no way we can stop you. I mean... Trump We're out, not going to work with you.
1: He gets out his gold pen and his leather binder. He signs some shit. Congress or a judge goes, nope, nothing happens. And meanwhile, how long's Congress been working on repeal and replace? Eight months? They're, they're still on recess Eight probably, months, aren't they?
2: Seven years they've been talking about it. since well, day no. one.
1: I mean, you're
0: right, Chris. It, it, this is as bad as, it, as it's been. But I, I was just saying it, it got pretty. I didn't think it was going to get worse than. The government shutdown that happened under Obama.
1: Dude, if you are a libertarian right now, you got to be loving it because the machine's eating itself. Well, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I,
0: I, <laughs> I know a lot of libertarians who who say, you know, best thing to happen to this, just to the best thing to happen to government was Trump getting in office because it's going to just come to a, a screeching halt. It, yeah, absolutely. And I'd rather have a government who can't move than a government making moves just to say that they're doing something.
1: I mean, even look at what, uh, in the last week, uh, the, the transgender ban came out again. And then, sure enough, two days later, there's somebody shooting it down going, yeah, no. Whatever this, uh, yeah, d- ignore that guy. No, we're not doing that. I mean, it's, it's if you're libertarian. It's been a great seven months, eight months. Nothing is happening.
0: Which is, now I'm starting to understand why a few of my friends who are more the, like the like militant libertarians, like the taxationist theft bunch, were like, yeah, fuck it, I'd rather have Trump in there than Clinton. Because, I mean, to their credit, they say, even before the election, they were saying, because he's going to get in there and it's going to just be fucking gridlocked. It's just going to, everything's going to stop. People are going to fucking fight him at every turn. It's
1: like sticking a, putting a stick in your bicycle spokes on Inauguration Day. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe that goes
0: back to what we were talking to or talking about before the show, when I asked, okay, the statues are down. What did we accomplish? What's been solved? What issues have been solved? Uh, Besides people's feelings aren't hurt. Maybe it's because nothing is able to happen in politics that they're like, fuck it. We want something that we, you know, we want something real, something we can touch, something we can say it was there yesterday. It's not today.
1: Tangible results. Exactly. I mean, because, I, dude,
0: the discussion's been around for you. It's just like building a fucking wall uh, on, on, the, on the Mexican border. That's, Jesus fucking Christ, they've been talking about that since the 90s. Probably even before, I just don't remember it. But, I mean, politicians have been parroting that same shit for 20-some fucking years now. That was nothing new. It's just for whatever reason, when Trump said it versus when McCain said it, it stuck. I mean, it stuck, it took. People, people latched onto it. It is a straight shooter, man. You know Well, the thing
2: is that we do have we have fences and walls along sections of the border, and we have, you know, even the, the immigration officers and, and whatnot working, <clears throat> working along that border understand that it doesn't ultimately stop anything. Doesn't change anything, and you know I think at one time cooler heads prevailed and said, "Well, look, we don't have to do a double barbed wire fence across the whole border to Mexico. It doesn't makes it won't change how many people, how many drugs, how many whatever is getting into this country at all. All it is is a big expense."
0: And if if I learned anything from the season finale of Game of Thrones is that a wall is not
2: going to protect you. Right. <laughs> I don't know yes. what that
1: means. <laughs> I forget you don't watch it.
2: Because <laughs> what's going to happen? I mean, we'll send a dragon over and then they'll take it and put a sombrero <laughs> on it and send it yeah. back and it'll burn the wall down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Trump's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the president of Mexico is going to be riding on a dragon. Andale, andale.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speaking of immigration... It, Trump has waffled back and forth on DACA, which, if you're not aware, is the what is it deferred action oh, I thought I remembered it. basically it's it's citizenship for people who were who were uh, born in this country, <coughs> or I'm sorry, not born in this country, that were that illegally immigrated into this country at a very young age. So it's forgiveness for people who didn't even—I mean—are they breaking the law by being here? Yes, but they're kids. It's their parents who broke the law. But uh, he was de- Trump was dead set against it when he was running. When he got into office, though, he actually softened quite a bit about it. He said he admitted that he had a heart and that he wasn't, you know, looking for excuses to. Kick kids out of this country, and so he would, you know, work with it basically until some hardline Republicans basically, th- well, they threatened to sue the president if he did not uh, get rid of the DACA program completely.
1: What? How do they?
2: Yeah. So the basis here is what, what,
1: what is the basis for this?
2: <laughs> their case is that uh, that Barack Obama. Overstepped his authority as president In instituting this law Oh Christ And so therefore Donald Trump needed to rescind it Is that
1: all this is? <clears throat> is this a, are, Is this just a yeah. giant dick measuring contest In Washington D.C.? Is that what we've descended into?
2: Right because who is it <laughs> We talk about how we want the, you know, the type of immigrants that we want in this country are the type that can integrate into our society. Well, here they are. Yeah. They're already integrated. And you want to cut off this program. And now it's a question as to how drastic this is going to be. It could just be a cessation of the program where nobody is allowed uh, the program is ended and there's no clemency given. To any minors that are That are illegal immigrants In this country in the future It could go so far as Actually removing the citizenship From those that were already granted it So The end result would actually be Kicking them out of the country
1: Why would you do that? Those are future tax dollars
2: Right I think that's going to be That's my prediction for the Friday surprise this week And we'll find out well, by the time this comes out, it'll be yesterday. But it's tomorrow now. Well, shit!
1: was that ever going to start showing up at airports again?
2: Showing up at airports.
1: Yeah, it's about immigration. <laughs> wasn't that the, Wasn't that the stand? When all this starting? Oh, whatever. I'm on muscle relaxers and weed. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore me sometimes. no just what the friday surprise and this comes um, whatever
2: i don't know your music's really loud it's drowning you out
1: oh wow
2: it's Phil still anyways it sucks <laughs> so well <coughs> it's interesting though <coughs> because when Obama wanted to grant clemency to minors that were in this country illegally. That was an overstep of presidential power and overreach. But when... Only when the other guy does it, right? Right. But when Trump signs uh, one of his presidential decrees that wants to prevent a lot of people coming into this country, that's okay? Yeah, because it's their guy. It's It's not about... Who has the authority to do what It's about Who's directing the traffic in which direction It's about winning If you're directing them out of the country You go ahead and overreach as much as you need to It's never about The workable solution It's about winning Everything is Obamacare They couldn't couldn't get rid of Obamacare They couldn't repeal and replace Um, They're just going to let it fail it's, well, it's debatable how much he's going to be able to let it fail. Um, I think we're going to find out once they get their spending bill together, but they did have, uh, the, the Department of Health and Human Services had its advertising budget cut from 100 million to 10 million. So it's now 10% of what it was. And what's the military budget look like? But you got yeah. increased. Yeah, no shit. So this, this was, you know, outreach for obamacare basically this is letting people know about it where they can find information so that that is while you know it, it it's not as bad as not paying out to the insurance companies if the government decides to do that to not hold up the their end of the bargain on this then obamacare will fail but it's certainly not going to help it and like <laughs> sure obamacare is not perfect and if you have a better idea, let's promote that and talk about it. How is trying to make the current situation as shitty as possible helping anyone? It's back to winning.
1: We,
0: we do have a better it's idea. Not. We just we can't talk about it because it's un-American. It's socialist. It's whatever excuse. Right. Yeah. All right, look. We're what? One of the very few countries in the civilized West— who don't have universal health care. All right. I know people will go, Oh, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. All right. Wonderful. But it's going to, some things are inevitable. It's going to happen sooner or later. It's just, it's all there is to it. Yeah. <clears throat> either people are going to be on, people are either going to get health care through their, 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 um, excuse me, their jobs, and then the rest of us are going to get health care through the fucking government of some sort because the gap is widening. And the middle class is shrinking, and the middle class is the backbone this country is built on. And when you can't get insurance from your job, but it's illegal not to have insurance, or it's not illegal—they fine you not to have insurance. What other choice do you have but to go on some for- form of government aid? So, I, so I, I just, I, this is, and oh, how are we going to pay for it? They're going to have to raise taxes. No, they don't even have to fucking raise taxes. Tax fucking churches. <laughs> yeah, right? that would pay for it. Yeah. All right, tax churches. Stop being the world police. It charity. Let- let the UN actually go to fucking some of these other countries and say, "Hey, guess what? America's not providing most of the fucking uh, of of the world police. You're going to have to kick in and 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 get your military in here and do this shit." I mean, I, I, yeah, it sounds isolationist, but we got our nose in in way too many way too way too much around the globe, anyways. And I mean, th- that would more than pay for this, but we can't even have that conversation because the minute someone brings it up, it's Oh, so you want to weaken our nation, weaken our defense? Oh, so you want to you want to punish churches? Well, what about all the, the good churches do? You know, they won't be able to do it if they're paying taxes.
1: Bullshit. Really? Really? Bullshit. I mean,
0: we have a perfect example of what mega churches. I'm not talking the little fucking church where there's a forty watt, you know, bare light bulb hanging in the middle, and the guys, you know, sweating, preaching hellfire and brimstone to ten people in the audience. I'm talking these motherfucking mega churches that are like goddamn Joe Lewis arena that can seat damn near twenty thousand people, and we found out exactly what the fuck they do for people this week. Oh, you mean, like Joel Osteen refused to open his mega church to people who had no place else to go during
1: the fucking uh uh the hurricane have a church that literally used to be a basketball arena you know seventeen thousand so yep seventeen thousand seats thank you
0: <laughs> okay, so I mean you're telling me that that's the reason we're not taxing churches that's the reason we're not taxing people like him Can you get, i mean it's it's a solution that's right there that eventually we're gonna have to we're gonna have to accept
1: yeah because look right? at just that right there think about all the the that's the income taxes and the property taxes from that place alone just that one guy I just because they skirt out of all taxes and the tax churches legalize weed let's go you want more money <laughs> you want more money pumped into the economy? And there's two things you can do right there. And I'm not trying to come off as the, you know, the stoner advocate, but I mean, really, we're seeing examples of it.
0: It's a, if you're going to have a fucking okay. Look, it, if you're going to have some sort of mind altering drug, it's better weed be legal than booze. Never saw anyone die from weed withdrawals. Okay, people don't smoke generally. And when I say generally, I mean, like, overwhelmingly people don't smoke weed and get into fights and accidentally kill someone. Don't get behind the wheel of a car and wipe out a whole busload of children. You know, I mean...
1: Legalize weed, tax the churches, and there's our money problem. And we've covered it already. Even people who
0: don't want universal health care, single-payer health care, whatever the fuck you want to call it, have, have been forced to admit this. If we had a healthier society, eventually, after a generation or two the burden wouldn't be like it is. The problem is people don't go and get preventative care. They wait until it's too fucking late, and now you're treating a disease that could have been prevented in the first
1: place. Well, that's the thing, too. We didn't think ahead either as a group about the baby boomers aging. We well, just kind of yeah. we just, we just put it off as like, oh, we'll figure it out when we get there. Oh, we'll figure it out when we get there, and now we're here, and we're like, fuck. Well, we didn't figure yeah, it out. I mean,
2: the, the better job that modern medicine does... The more we're actually going to need something like universal health care people are going to be living longer but that doesn't mean that they're living completely healthy lives the longer that you live the more likely you're going to have something that you got to take a pill for you have a high blood pressure now or you know you, you uh, diabetes or, or some sort of uh, something that you need maintenance for there's a lot more maintenance that that's going to have to happen on people as they get older. And it, it will reach a certain point where either financially the system will collapse on itself because hospitals won't be able to stay open, doctors won't be able to get paid, or enough families are going to be completely bankrupt in this country that the government has no choice but to step in and do something about it.
0: And. I mean it's it, it's it's one of those ironies, you know the people who are going, I want less government, less government. we need to get keep the government out of health care. what's gonna happen when okay, what's gonna happen like when you said when when entire groups of fucking people in the middle class are now you know working poor or flat out poor, and their entire lives are ruined because their their credit's in the fucking toilet because grandma you know had they found stage three cancer. You know, and half a million dollars later, it's in remission. But what fucking good, you know, oh, good, it's in remission. Now we can move into the house with the outhouse out back because we can't afford anything else. Credit shot because they've they've made sure now that any credit debt or any medical debt goes on your credit rating and counts against you. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. I mean, you know, you go go to a hospital, you stay 24 hours, you leave, that could cost you easily $15,000. That's not that's not frivolous spending that should be held against you. I mean, you, oh, you can't. You, well, you got shit credit. You can't get this job. You have shit credit. You can't get a loan. You can't. You. I mean, isn't that what the politicians were pumping for so long? You know, home ownership, American dream, this and that. What's going to happen? What's going to happen in in 10, 15 years when a generation is coming up behind us who didn't buy in, didn't buy health insurance, have a health, you know issue happen, go into a ton of debt. They're already not. There's stories all over the Internet and all over news websites how millennials aren't buying houses at the rate that Generation X and baby boomers did. Well, it's not going to get any better if everybody's credit rating is destroyed because of medical debt.
2: Right, and then where's all your tax salary going to go? More than what would have been spent on health care for these people, you'll spend on assisted living and... Uh, and hospital bills that go unpaid and everything else.
0: And think about it. If someone's credit is so shit that all they can get is a little fucking Mick job, that means most likely they're going to be on some form of government assistance. Anyways, How, that's costing us money. I'm sorry. I'd rather pay to keep someone fucking healthy and, and, and able to, to, to work a job that can support them. than pay someone whose credit got shot because, you know, they got into a car accident. we in the hospital for a month and a half and now all the, the only jobs they can find is like McDonald's or some shit because they'll hire anybody, and so now they need food stamps, and now they they can't afford health insurance, so they go on to Medi- Medicaid and all this bullshit. It
2: <laughs> right, and, and you know the argument used to be, well, I you know if I need to. Uh, a lung transplant or something. I don't want to wait two years and then die on a waiting list somewhere. And people show them examples around the world of how that. Well, that's not how socialized medicine work. works in, in other countries. That shit just doesn't happen. And then the retort is, well, so you admitted socialism.
0: <laughs> the problem is, is that the well, rich it just, people... It just feels bad. The The rich people think that if... If Problem socialized medicine does it, if rich people think of socialized medicine comes, then they're going to have to wait in line and talk to anyone who's, who's lived in Canada. I have, I have a, a group of friends whose whole family immigrated from Canada and they'll tell you it's money talks. If you got money and you're on a waiting list, you can get bumped up to the top, right? It's, it's the same. It's the same as private health care. All right, money talks, bullshit walks. So what's the fucking difference? It's rich people trying to scare poor people because they don't want to give up their fucking spot at the top.
2: Right. You could still have your elitist system. It'll yeah, your money's still good in a socialist econ- economy just as much as a capitalist one. I mean, let's be let's. Bill Gates. Do
0: you think if there's socialized medicine, he's not going to go buy private insurance that bumps him up to the fucking. Tip top of Cadillac of insurance to where if he goes to the hospital he's sharing a room with the person
2: with three channels on his TV. The I fuck out of no, here. I, do you even get insurance at that level? And you just pay for it out of pocket.
0: But you but you get what I'm saying. There's no way. No, you you totally. Fuck it. And, and that's that's the thing. These people, the people you who don't want to are- be
2: involved in socialized medicine, then make enough money so it doesn't matter. We still have or, a capitalist economy.
0: Or you know what we can do. We can do we can do the opposite of what we've been doing for the last going on forty years now, which is Chris brought this up. I, I think Chris brought this up on Sporgy, but it was a very good point. Companies used to value their employees; now they value their product. Right, and that's an that, that's an issue. When you don't invest in your employees, you get employees who who aren't going to invest in your business. They don't give a shit. There's a reason it's called minimum wage. You're going to get minimum effort. Yep. Right? You're not going to pay... I forget what comedian said it, but being paid minimum wage is basically someone saying, I would pay you less, but legally I can't. Yeah. (laughs) And and how do you you respect someone who fucking gives you a job that's basically telling you that? You don't. That was Louis
2: C.K., wasn't it?
0: It might have been. Sounds like something he would say. Yeah. But, I mean, we have solutions to these issues for whatever reason. They're political third rails that no one wants to fucking touch. And... I don't understand it because as this country becomes more and more secular, more and more agnostic, atheist, whatever you want to call it, why the fuck are we still tiptoeing around the church? Oh, well, the Catholic Church will just pack up and go back to fucking the Vatican. Okay, bye. You're not paying any taxes anyways. Later. What do we care?
1: Yeah, we're not getting anything from you.
0: Wait, it's like the girlfriend who won't even give you a hand job and she threatens to leave you. Bye, bitch. You don't cook. You don't clean. You don't suck dick. What good are you? (laughs) Later, have a good one. I'll save on. I, it, you don't turn off lights anyways. I'll save on the electric bill. See ya. Here, let me help you pack. What do you? What do you give a shit? Why do we constantly kiss these people's asses? Because the name of some bullshit god that we have to fucking. Oh, we we can't we can't anger them. These aren't. This isn't Ford. This isn't GM. This isn't fucking Microsoft. You know we're not. If if those companies pick up and just say fuck America, yeah, there's an issue. If the First Baptists go fuck it, we're going to wherever the fuck, and we're leaving America. Oh, okay.
2: What are we going to notice? <laughs> yeah, first of all, no, you're not, <laughs> and and second of all, good riddance. Yeah, exactly. What what what? I,
0: what I'm sorry. What's going to change in American day to day life? I mean, right.
2: No I, ribs I, for I, the caddy.
0: I just. I, I don't see I don't see a negative side to it. And like I said, the whole well then you don't you don't take into consideration all the charity churches do and and this and that.
2: Yeah, well you no, know that's what all they should be doing.
0: Exactly. You know, to quote Sam Kennison, Jesus never signed a room service check. Okay? It doesn't say in the Bible build a water slide and use it as a tax write off. Huh. All right. I mean you know get the fuck out of here. If you want to be more Christ-like, first of all, you shouldn't be driving. You should be riding a fucking jackass around with 12 fucking guys who are convinced you're the son of God, all right?
1: And you all your shit away. If you believe the Bible, Jesus had no material possessions, lived a very modest existence, if that's your goal, but it's not.
0: But, yes, we, we – we, and it, this is one of those lies we just, we just all agree to ignore in society, and I don't get it. We all know it's a fucking grift. We all know it's bullshit. And we just go, "Eh, well, that's the way it is. Really? How about
1: this? How about I'd rather not have these people here siphoning off the sick and the desperate and the old? Because then you're going to get the constitutionalists throwing the Bill of Rights in your face, talking about freedom of religion is protected. But it doesn't say uh, there's nothing in there that says you don't have to pay taxes. Exactly. That's not protected by the Constitution. I
0: think there's more of a case for the people that say it's unconstitutional for anyone to pay taxes, then there is a case for a church to try to claim they have a constitutional right not to pay
2: taxes. Right. You know, I I think the answer to this, the answer to religion is more religion. It's, <laughs> Fight fire with fire? Well, yeah. I think the the more that people see, like, the Satanists and the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster and, and whatnot,
1: the actually, you know... <laughs>
2: Not continue to not pay taxes and try and enjoy the same freedoms that uh, other quote unquote established religions enjoy. Then uh, the more, it's just going to get watered down, and people are going to get fed up with it.
0: I mean, I, I, I won't go into to great detail because it it, it it'd probably bore you guys to tears. But you know, my mom with her whole "I'm a clairvoyant counselor" thing. When she, you know that's what you know, her tarot card reading shit. And that's how she made her her money. One of the things she did is she got herself ordained because it gave her tons of tax breaks. That woman never once fucking set foot in the church, and she was ordained. That woman never once gave a sermon. All right, it was purely it was purely for tax purposes. All right, that's it. I mean, come the fuck on,
1: really? Hey, people operate within the parameters they're given. We're yeah. we're back to an argument I make all the time. Like you don't like it, put you know one uh Tuesdays in November that happen every year not just every four you got to be there you got to put the right people that are going to make the right decisions in office but if you just let the same people if you just let the same shit perpetuate I mean well, the problem so, the problem is we've we've also allowed the worst symbiotic relationship ever
0: we've also allowed religions to somehow equate themselves with like some sort of uh moral high ground you know oh that person's you know that person yeah, They're right unquestionable.
2: The they're unimpeachable. Yeah. We're back to
0: I'm more righteous than you. Exactly. That person's yeah. a Christian, so that that means that means they're 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 the type of person I can vote for. Right. Fuck say right. I don't. You, know, you believe in imaginary shit? You're less likely of a person I'm going to vote for. I want someone who actually you know can deal with what we can touch. Give me something real. Give me something tangible. Just like people tearing down the statues. Fuck it. Give me something real. That's the one thing I. That's one thing I I, I wish, I I guess I hope, the singularity happens, just so I can see how the the millennials and their kids, the generation after them, how much the the fact that they're just this, I mean, the most secular generations ever in this country, see how that plays out. Because I can't believe in 100 years we're still going to have this fucking, like, like I said, it's a third. It's a political third rail. You can't touch religion. You can't tax them. You can't criticize them. You know, outside of people saying, "Oh, fuck the church," blah blah blah. Whatever people. You know, I'm talking about. I want. I want real criticism. I want. I want it to affect them in a real way, not just their feelings are hurt.
2: Yeah, well, hit them in the pocketbook. I, I, I think that you're likely to see religion shrink enough to be just a negligible amount, anyways. That It'll be a non-issue uh, before it actually comes to the point where anybody decides to
1: tax them. You think? You think Islam's going to get that memo? That's I mean, the biggest religion on earth. Uh-huh. No, and and I mean that's yeah. that's another that's that's another. I mean, we're we're talking problem. over
2: the course of decades here. No, I'm just saying,
1: I'm just bringing numbers into play. I mean, that's right, I hear you. That's a huge portion of the earth. You're you're hoping that's going to rewire their thinking.
0: Well, I think it was Ben yeah, Shapiro but,
1: that. I, I think it was Ben
0: Shapiro that brought up a good point. He said the fact that the Christian religion in this country is so scoffed at by the younger generations. But yeah. the, the but Islam seems to be like their religion of choice because they're like, oh well they're downtrodden, and they're and they're they're discriminated against. So you know, they're one they're one of us. Well the problem is is that in a hundred years Worst case scenario, now we're a Muslim-dominated country, so it's just a different—it's just a different flavor of Kool-Aid that we all have to drink, you know. Instead of seeing you know crosses all over the place, you're seeing wh- whatever the fuck they put on top of mosque or whatever, you know. And it, that, to me, is that's that's no better. So I mean, I think that's a valid
1: point Chris brings up. I mean, still, it's still your society well, being ruled by dogma.
2: Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, who knows? Until we actually reach that point, I mean, the the way cr- the way Rich laid it out to start this off was that you know the as we progress with our 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 capabilities and not only our own brains but creating artificial intelligence, we will naturally outgrow our religious tendencies. And I, I think I. I think I believe that, but I also don't under. You can't underestimate the the human nature to look for answers and to cling on to easy answers. That you know, the calming answers, the answers that are I don't know. The science gives you a lot of I don't know. We don't really know yet. That's the thing. As long as
1: as long as there's I don't know, there's always going to be religion.
2: Yeah, and I I totally believe that
1: religion. I, I mean, I. Always said that religion is for people who can't accept,
2: I don't know. Yeah, but but it's, it is possible that we see a resurgence in religion in our future instead of the waning that we're currently experiencing as we get past this tipping point. I mean, at a certain point, you know, sci- some scientists like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson can take concepts and make them somewhat easily relatable but when we start talking about i don't know we, when scientists start talking about things like quantum physics there's not a whole lot of relatable things that you can give people in, in what they observe in the in the quote-unquote real world <coughs> how how things operate on a on a level like that seem almost still magical even to the scientists themselves, much less the common man. And I, I think there's going to be uh, a similar rea- reaction to AI. You know
0: Well that's another thing that we we need. We, we, you know what we should do honestly. You, Chris, you said something earlier and it's kind of stuck in my craw. You said, you know we, we, we just bitch, we, we very rarely offer solutions. Maybe we really need to do this next year as the election the midterm election gets closer start finding candidates who are willing to deal in reality and not fucking mythology and bullshit because the closer we get to self-driving cars fully automated uh manufacturing we need to have politicians and people in power who understand we have to shift our thinking we're no longer in an industrial revolution we're in a tech revolution. We have to retrain our population for it. We have to change the way we educate people. Because the only other solution is universal basic income. And that's not going to fly here in, in America. That would, I think that would honestly start a civil war quicker than anything besides maybe race. Just just to be brutally honest, in my opinion. But
1: I guess the, the other part of that, though, Rich, is we can only do so much on this little show. Or in general, if you're in the media, I, November 8th show, you've you got to show up. You gotta show well, like that's 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 what that's what chaps my ass about
0: this uh, these stupid fucking statues and all the shit going on. Where was all this fucking fire and if, to to get out and do something on November eighth? Yeah, maybe we wouldn't even we we wouldn't even be in this situation. By the way, um, why was no one offended by those statues when they, when they when when they walked past them when Obama was president? You're telling I, I mean you're telling me that these people aren't fucking going like we said fuck it we didn't get our way so we got to get our way with something so we'll pick this issue because it's something we can actually see quick fast results from with with
1: with little effort i mean well i was gonna vote but they said i couldn't take my phone in so i could take a selfie
0: well i mean so i just left seriously and i'm talking about p and i've heard political commentators talk show hosts podcast hosts comedians who are very left-leaning, who were shitting all over those people at all these protests, going, where the fuck were you when it came time to, to, to turn out to vote?
1: Where were you when we needed you?
0: You know, of the 11 fucking, or 13 Antifa members that got fucking arrested at the Berkeley, whatever the fuck it was, counter-protest to a protest, I guess, the, the average age was 30 years old. Go back and look at the statistics of how many 30-year-olds didn't show up to vote. Oh so you can you you get all fired up because you want to throw swing a you know drop a lock in a fucking sock and go crack someone upside the head you'll go do that but you won't stand in line for 30 minutes to fucking vote that's that's an issue that's a problem yeah
2: you know i wanted to actually uh bring up antifa and i'm glad you did because there's been i think in the la- the last week it seems like there's been more democrats more left leaning people that are willing to speak out against antifa
0: Oh, MSNBC, Joe Scarborough basically shit all over him to the point where his co-host said, okay, you can stop any time now.
2: Right, and, and they're certainly getting a lot of backlash because of that. Now,
1: Because they don't really seem to have a point, but let's fuck shit up.
0: They're hiding under right, the well, guise the guys of, they're, they're trying to stop Nazis. Okay, let's put this faggy baby to bed with that bullshit. How many Nazis do you really think are in this country? It's 370 million people in this country. Even if you take the Aryan Brotherhood, the Blood and Soil Bunch, and you take every fucking neo-Nazi or white supremacist in prison, what are we talking? 150,000 maybe? I'm talking true Nazis. People who fucking have the tattoos, the red suspenders, the shaved heads, fly the fucking swastika like it's the American flag. 150,000 tops.
2: But it seems to be the the millennials that are sticking by Antifa and supporting this false argument of of having to pick sides in this it's because that if it's nazis versus antifa then wh- you can't support either support nazis or you support antifa which one is it it's
0: because uh, wah, we didn't I, get our way I support,
1: fuck you i'm smoking a joint that's my option <laughs>
0: i mean here's here's the
1: issue there is no issue we don't have a nazi pro you know, yeah, if you believe the media in the last two weeks, all white people are Nazis. All the white people believe in white supremacists or white supremacy. I Okay, I follow
0: the Young Turks on Facebook. And they're, I mean, a very left-leaning news organization. And I do it just so basically, because the one thing I'll give them a, 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 a credit for is, they tell you right off the bat, what's that, you know, this ain't fair and balanced. We, we're not even going to fucking try to act like we're being fair and balanced fuck Republicans fuck the right fuck conservatives and it's it's sometimes refreshing to hear someone's take on this shit. well, one of their hosts had been out of this the country for the last month I'm not sure exactly what he was doing and he came back sex and change. he made a he made it <laughs> went to russia he came back with the thickest beard i've ever seen so I mean I don't know if it's a sex change it didn't i I don't think he got the memo on what you're supposed to do um but no, he came back and he he made a video. And in this video he was like, you know, I leave for a month and I come back and we're just being overrun with Nazis. And I'm like, overrun? Yeah. You are in the media, dude. Right, yeah. I get I get I get that you are fucking a very left-wing <laughs> organization. Overrun? There was 20 people that showed up at the fucking the, the, the protest the weekend after Charlottesville.
1: Dude, it's, right. but it's the if same, people
2: are talking about this like, it's a, like Trump found a few Nazis and spilled water on them. But it's the, but it's and then that they multiplied. That, like No, there's the same amount of these people as there were under Obama. It's just how much they felt like they were free to uh, to share their viewpoint.
1: Well, it's the same alarmist mentality that Goes to you know where the picture is painted. If you're a, a black male between 18 and 30, you better just run serpentine everywhere you go. It's the same kind of alarmist mm-hmm. message. Now every white per- hey, that white guy next to you, he may be a Nazi. It- it's the same again. Right. It's also it- we're in the age of hyperbole, guys. The golden age,
2: right? It's also the least of the path of least resistance mentally when it comes to figuring out how did we get here with Trump to say. Well, you know what I- Trump's a racist, and people who support him are racist, and we're not racist, so because, it's racist against non-racist. Because it's an when answer. The, the actual don't truth want to of admit. how we got to Trump is much more complicated than that, and implicates just about everybody in this fucking country.
1: It's identity politics. It's, it's because then it's something they don't want to have to admit. Because if we talked about it earlier. If you admit there's a problem, then there's a problem. Well, you don't want to admit it.
2: That is it's, that is one of the reasons. But yes. I, that is I, I, that is definitely part of it.
0: I think that there's not enough being made of the correlation between the fact that the millennials and the generation that's in school right now are some of the least educated as far as history. And we're seeing basically McCarthyism, but now it's with Nazis. We're seeing the Red Scare all over again. It's just this time it's the left perpetuating this nonsense. Right. You said it. You said it exactly right, Chris. It's. I'm waiting for for Facebook video or YouTube videos of some fucking dipshit going, is your neighbor a Nazi? Like they used to have, is your neighbor a communist? You know, (laughs) I mean, and if you think I'm joking, once again, if you're a millennial and you don't know what I'm talking about, one, thank you for proving my point. I appreciate that. Two, go look it the fuck up because... There's no truer fucking statement than those that don't remember history will be doomed to repeat it. It's the same nonsense. That,
1: that was my rationale with the statues, quite honestly. But, again, middle class well, think straight about white it. male, not allowed to remember, s- think that way.
0: Remember, remember when we were kids, everybody mean, that was that was anti-free speech and you can't say this and you can't say that, they were on the right and it was the left fighting. That you know, it was the PMRC, which uh, yeah, everyone quotes Tipper Gore. Yeah, there was a lot of Christian, uh, you know, Republicans on, on uh, funding that and all that shit too. Yeah. You know, the whole, the whole oh, backmasking in music and and Satanist in music and 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 that panic and all that shit. That was all right wingers in the in the in the '60s, '70s, and '80s, and it was the left wingers who fought it.
3: And what was their their
0: argument? It's offensive. And now we have a whole generation of left-wingers who are doing the exact same thing that they fought 30, 40, 50 years ago because history doesn't mean shit to them until they want to go, well, historically, and then they give you some fucking stat about, well, you know, 300 years ago, someone stepped on someone's toe and and then it affected their ancestors and the butterfly effect. And it's like, okay, yeah, look, here's the deal. We get all that,
1: man. We know it. We know it better than you do. They don't see it's the same mentality. We find it offensive. Same thing. Once again, there is no
0: constitutional right in this country to not be offended. It is not against the law for someone to go, you're gay, I don't like you because you're gay. That's not a crime. Yet, all right, it's not a crime to look at someone who goes, there's 76 genders, Tumblr told me, and go, you're full of shit, there's two of them. It's not a crime. And somewhere along the line, we have really got to the point where if I'm offended, then that's a crime. That's hate speech, which, by the way, is protected by the First Amendment. We just had the highest court in the land fucking make that ruling less than two months ago. So anyone who tells you, because uh, we have to keep proving this point... Anyone that tells you that hate speech is not protected by the First Amendment is either lying or fucking ignorant. And I'm, I, I cannot believe, even in the face, I, I posted the fucking documents that were written by the Supreme Court to a guy who kept just oh. saying, hate speech is not, a fuck, is, is not protected by the First Amendment. I, I posted literally what they wrote, word for word. And he said, that doesn't mean shit. It's more that white male evidence yeah, <laughs> I, I know. How dare I use facts? And I'm like, what? I'm like, dude, this is the problem right here. This is the problem. You don't want to hear it. Yeah. If it I may don't not like mean it, shit to you, but it, the rest of the country is agreeing on it. If if I don't like it, then it needs to be shut down. Shut it down. I don't like it. Right? And look, there's a lot of shit I don't like that I think should be shut down. But ultimately, I, you know, I, yeah, I'm I'm real hard on religion. Okay. But I'm not saying let's run every fucking church out of the country. I'm just saying tax the shit out of them. And if they say fuck it, I'm taking my ball and going home, bye. That's that's a big difference than 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 outlawing them and banning them and running them out of the country. Right? That's what people don't understand. They hear, oh, you're hard, I don't well, you that's how you feel about religion. So why can't I feel that way about someone who says I don't like gay people?
2: Right. It's, yeah, I'm not I'm, anti-religion. I'm anti-religion being involved anyway in my life. Yeah. I don't want dogma near my public policy.
0: I, you know, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't understand why the Jews get such a hard time. Because the Jews are not knocking on your door saying, have you heard of the Torah? They don't recruit. you got to go to them. I mean... It, It is not a religion that's like, here, we're going to spread this religion. They got rules to where if you are born to a, if you have a Jewish father and a non-Jewish mother, you're not a real Jew. Nope. It's handed down through the mother side. I mean, I have no problem with the Jew. Well, Jews control Hollywood. Jews control that. Jews control this. Okay, well, you know what? Yeah, there's a lot of Jews in Hollywood. But does that mean that, that it's a conspiracy? I mean, there's a lot of black people in rap. Does that mean it's a conspiracy to keep the white man out? Blast control I mean, rap. Hey, don't
1: there, be don't be mad. The Jews are making more. Figured out how to make more money. There's there's a, you know a,
0: it, there's a lot of you know a, black guys in basketball. Is that a conspiracy to keep the white man out? No, it's yeah. just it, it, it's it's no more than it's a conspiracy than hockey's a conspiracy to keep the black man out. Guess what? Hockey was comes from Canada. Thirty-seven million people in that country. They don't even have close to the same population of black people we have. And on top of that, as my one black friend said, why the fuck would I go out and play a sport where six guys with sticks are chasing me?
1: I'll tell you, you don't find ho- ice hockey rinks in the middle of inner cities. Either. I mean, you're starting to. It's another ugly truth we don't want to admit. Hey, sometimes people gravitate towards something.
0: You know, I mean, you're starting to. And the NHL is more diverse than it's ever been. <laughs> They're busting in white kids from the suburbs. But here's the thing: like I don't, I, I, I don't go. Oh, it's a conspiracy. So I, I just, I don't understand why Jews get such a hard time. As far as a religion goes, they keep to themselves. I mean, when I say they, I'm talking about the the, the real religious people, not the people that just go a couple times a year. I'm talking about like like Hasidic Jew, Jews. They don't. They're not trying to get you to convert. They're not trying to get laws passed. That that everything has to be kosher. No, if they want if they want if they want to eat something kosher, they go to a fucking kosher deli. They can buy the kosher products. They make their own products instead of trying to force everybody else to conform to their beliefs. So I mean I, I mean I guess just for to to keep it you know to keep some sort of consistency. Fuck the Jews, just so I can say I've said it. But I mean I, I that. The, I, I you know I have no pro- I I don't I don't see a problem there. You know they're not they're not Jehovah's witnesses. You know they're not Christians, they're not Muslims saying, you know, we're going to convert you at the edge of a sword. That's where the issue starts. And the and, and and everybody has to live under our laws because that's what our book says. That's where the issue starts. And that's kind of why I don't have a problem Muslims people bitch about Dearborn. Uh, um if it's a predominantly Muslim neighborhood and they have rules about what they can and can't eat wouldn't you rather they open their own restaurants that follow those rules and and, and instead of going to mcdonald's and saying you can't serve anything that's made with a pig right i have no problem with that if you don't like their food don't fucking eat there how hard is that
1: also arabic people didn't just show up in dearborn that's another thing i don't get with people down there like they've been here the whole time since i was a little kid it's been, since before i was born it's been well known that it's got the highest concentration of arabic people outside of the middle east it's not new didn't start on it wasn't like all of a sudden in 2008 dearborn started filling up with arabic people thanks a lot I, obama it yeah
0: it, it, uh, it really it, it it really sucks because ultimately i don't know i i think we've gone too far i think it, it, it as you say aaron we've overcorrected too far and I've tried to I tried to make this this argument to somebody recently, and they just did not understand the concept at all of what I was saying. The left nor the right can give you equality. True equality comes from balance. If one, if if one side of a of of, of, of the the left or the right has more power than the other. There's not going to be equality. It's the people in the middle that keeps those people honest. And when they start going towards the fringes and the edges and they're staring over into the abyss, we got to pull them back before they start dragging us all with them.
1: You know, here's a thought that just popped into my head. Is true true equality just something that we're always going to be chasing? I mean, is it it ever going to be achievable? Well,
2: yeah, because it's... As long as you have people
1: packing together... Example, just talked about it, Dearborn. I mean, as long as you have, like... I think tribalism is something that's ingrained in us.
2: Well, but think about it this way: you know, if you want to talk about equality, you're talking about human rights, (coughs) and human rights is basically religion without the uh, without the mystical part of it. You know, this will it constantly changes. We're talking now about healthcare being a human right. That's that's something relatively that's a relatively new concept when it comes to our our basic ideas of human rights but all of our ideas of human rights are a construct that that we believe in collectively and it's certainly not a, even a, a universal one it's one that we think that applies to everybody equally but there's plenty of people on this planet that don't believe in human rights they believe in some sort of natural order and even in the, uh, in the book Humans, the, uh, the brief history of mankind, the author talks about, um, he refers to, uh, liberal humanist and liberal humanism as, uh, as this, this construct. And he, every time it comes up, he, he always has to point out that this is a concept that has no basis in nature, right? That if your claim is that we are all born with human rights. Well from where? Where where do you see that that concept reflected in, in nature at all? Does you know the You don't the that's lamb the the truth. Does the lamb have human rights to not be eaten by the wolf? And, to me
0: the to me No. I'm the, not saying it's a bad idea thing. Of, I'm
2: not saying that it's a ridiculous concept. I'm saying it's only something that we collectively agree on and so is mutable. It is changeable. And to me,
0: to, to me, the idea of where your rights come from, they come from you. The fact that you were born and the only thing you own is your body. And this is, this might get out there, bear with me, but depending on what country you're born in, it, it depends on how many of your rights they've taken away. Because uh, if we were born in the wild, we could do whatever the fuck we wanted with ourselves.
2: Right, we're all giving up some of our basic rights like to do whatever the fuck we want by living in society.
1: Like it's kind of my, my point on this is, as long as we roam in packs, whether it's neighborhoods, cities, states, countries, I don't think you're ever going to have true equality because each different pack is going to have their idea about basic human rights.
0: But a lot of the problem comes from we can't have honest discussions. For some reason, honesty has became hate speech. And by that, I mean, take a very militant modern day feminist. I'm fighting for women's rights. What right do you have as a woman that I that, that, or what rights do I have as a man that you don't have as a woman?
1: There, by the law, by the law. Their argument would be, is we got them way sooner. Just saying, I've had this conversation. Okay.
0: a couple times. What do what? That's that's you're not answering the question. What rights do we have that you don't? Uh, isn't this where I'm supposed to go wage gap? Okay, blah, the, blah, earning, blah. The, the earning gap? Because the wage gap is bullshit. It's an earning gap. We, that's, even, even, even the left-wing newspapers and colleges have proven that wrong. They just go, nope, blah, 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 and stick their fingers in their ears and refuse to listen to it. So if you're gonna, but do you see what I'm getting at? We can't have an honest conversation all right. The idea, okay, she's been on the show, so I'll name her. Monique and I had a conversation, and she's sitting here, and she's railing against the pink tax, the pink tax. And I had to stop her and go, what the fuck's the pink tax? That and and sentence out of
1: my mouth was going to be that.
0: And she goes, women's, th- women's products cost more than men's. Case in point, razors. And I said, well, here's how you solve that problem. Go buy the man's razor.
2: Right. It's the same shit. You're buying into this. That they've done something special to this product, to, you know, because you're a you're a woman and you're different and you need special care, so your shampoo is all. Of course, it has to be more expensive. We're putting special you. ingredients into it to make sure that your hair is always at its best. Hey, let me and tell you something. You sweat something. different I, than men do.
0: When I had when I had long hair, I went to a party. And everybody was rolling their ass off. And somehow this, this chick came up and started stroking my hair. And the first words in our mouth is, oh, my God, your hair is so soft. And oh, my everybody, come feel this. And next thing I know, I got, like, five women around me stroking my hair, petting my head like I'm a dog. And they're like, what do you use? How do you get your hair so soft? Pert plus.
3: Right.
0: And they're sitting there. And then this conversation breaks out. I buy Aussie formula and conditioner and leave-in and cream rinse and blah 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 and I'm like per plus it $3, you know?
2: You put in a bunch of conditioner because you stripped out all the natural oils by shampooing it too much.
0: You know, I'm like it's 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 nothing it's nothing special. Usually you're paying for packaging and marketing. Yeah.
2: Is it You're buying he, into this shit. You choose to pay more for it. Hey, let me a- a point
1: that I believe Adam Carolla and Rich have both brought up on this show: you don't see anybody protesting out there that we should pay the same car insurance as men. Nope. They're fine with they're fine with that set aside. Nope. All right, Peabody. And and man. and,
0: and uh, well, to be honest, until what was it, 2012? They said women can serve in combat. Didn't see a lot of women fighting for that right. Didn't hear didn't hear that. They still don't have to sign up for the Selective Service yeah. when they turn eighteen under threat of federal fucking imprisonment.
1: prison. Yeah, imprison. You, you don't hear that. Yeah, there's no protest for that.
0: So I mean, honest conversation means you got to put your feelings aside and stop looking to be hurt and offended. And we can't have that. We can't have honest conversations anymore because people are walking around looking to be a victim. Remember, I remember you know, back in the day when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Because I'm gonna sound like my fucking grandfather now, but I remember a time. When being a victim was a bad thing, you fought to not be a victim. You didn't want to be seen as a victim. You know, it was it was it It, was something that if it happened to you, it was a tragedy, and you had to overcome it. Now it's something to strive for, to be a part of a group that's it's it's higher up on the victimhood totem
2: pole.
0: Yeah, I
2: will personally. I go out of my way to try and figure out how I was not a victim in any given situation. You know, I don't want to be the victim. I to me, being a victim is relinquishing some control.
0: Exactly. You know,
2: everybody finds themselves in situations where, you know, just shit's going to happen and it's not your fault, okay? The world's chaotic. world's a crazy place. Screws fall out all the time. So it, it, the way that you can take control is say, well, how much of that situation do I have control over?
1: Yeah, Isn't there some kind it, of quote that says it out? Oh. Some about how you handle tragedies, what defines you as a person, or some shit like that.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, from my own personal experience, I found myself in a situation where, where I lived, I was getting mugged, <laughs> and was I a victim of mugging? Yeah. So Did you I found decide- a way
1: to remedy your situation to no longer be a victim.
2: Right. I moved out of the city.
0: Well, a- another problem is, is that- at some point, we've we've that confused. White At some point, we've confused an equal playing field, a level playing field. When it comes to equality, we've confused these two things. That, we've confused with equal results. And that's just not how the world works.
2: Yeah, that's going completely against nature.
0: You can take two people, one who has barely any talent, and give them a guitar, and you can take a person who for whatever reason has perf- was born with perfect pitch, can, can play their ass off with hardly any fucking woodshed time, and the person with hardly any talent who, who fucking slugs it out can make it in the music business while the guy with all the natural-born gifts sits on his ass noodling around in his bedroom.
2: Huh. I mean, just it, the act can't, of can't, having to work at learning that instrument gives them the type of drive that it will take to be successful in that industry.
0: You know, I mean, w- the problem is an equal, an, a level playing field, I'm all for. How do you guarantee equal results?
1: What I it mean, I, happened to when we were all kids? I'm sure we all heard this. Life isn't fair. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem That's, to be going around anymore.
0: Because, because and I, I was starting to see this towards the end of my, my school days. That wasn't being said anymore. Parents weren't teaching their kids. That... The school wasn't teaching that. The school wasn't, look, here's the deal. You are not as good at math as Johnny, so you're going to have to work harder at math to get the grade that Johnny gets. But Johnny's not as good as you are at English. So Johnny's going to have to read the book three or four times to understand it the way you understand it when you, when you just fly through it in a, you know, an afternoon. And that's just the way it is. Different people are wired different. People's brains work differently. Some people under... My dad could do long division in his head. Stick a gun to my dick, I couldn't do long division in my head. I can barely do division if you give me a piece of fucking paper. You know? I mean, I'm oh, right. so
2: but- r- relying on a calculator these days. So, I mean, it's just... But if a teacher tries to make those types of the decisions that they should be in charge of making and actually trying to... uh. Try and mold the curriculum a little bit to the kid and try and find ways to... approach. All you're going to end up with is parents in a principal's office saying, this teacher is shaming my child. Exactly. And you'll be right back where you were.
1: How long till grades go away? Five years? Ten years? I think... I, I don't know. I, you, I, th- I think
0: you we're know, pretty close to a pass-fail as is right now. I mean, I think, in, 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 in I, public school.
2: You know what's interesting is that as we see artificial intelligence progress, that's most likely actually going to lead to uh, one of the more immediate effects of artificial intelligence is going to be a better education system. And I think overall just smarter people because first of all, it's just human nature. We're competitive. There's no way something that we built is going to outsmart us. So we'll find a way to, to try and stay ahead of the of the curve on that. Whether we can or not is debatable, but also just the act of creating artificial intelligence and We only, in order to create artificial intelligence, we only have one model to base that off of. We have one... Johnny Five? uh, No, us. Ah. (laughs) We only have our own intelligence to base any other types. We don't have other intelligent beings on this planet or elsewhere that we can converse with and study and figure out how their brains work. So when we create artificial intelligence it has to learn the same way that we do and the act of creating artificial intelligence and in, allows us to experiment with different ways of learning without going through these like multi-decade studies i mean first of all you can't really just have an ab comparison when it comes to studying learning because it would require basically raising kids with no education at all in order to be your, uh, your constant in the study. And that's just inhumane. But with artificial intelligence, it's fine.
1: Oh, you could just pluck them out you of know, Detroit you make public it, schools.
2: You make a, you make a artificial intelligence and you give it very little information. And then you give all the information to another one. And you, you study the ways that they learn and hopefully if we realize that you know there's nothing really different about the way that artificial intelligence will operate other than the speed at which it can then we we can apply those same ways of learning to uh to our education system and even then i mean when it comes to artificial intelligence you know there's not just one company out there interested in this so we're, we're seeing a multitude of different ways to come at it. Ultimately, we might be seeing the, the tests in play now. Whatever, whatever company ultimately comes up with the first artificial intelligence that's able to pass a Turing test or what have you, that's actually able to operate in the same way that we understand a human to be intelligent. Well, then that will be the winner and we'll just have to go back and unravel how did we get to that part and, how do we get to to that level of intelligence in this artificial construction? But anyway, I didn't mean to go off into a uh, singularity <laughs> rabbit hole. Well, I just
0: i I read a tweet and fuck it, it's a public one, so I guess I can call her out. Her, on Twitter, her name's Ellie, and it's a, at Spike Jones J O N Z E S. So I guess that's her Twitter handle. But I didn't know this, but apparently there's an there's a all-girl remake of Lord of the Flies that's being filmed. And yep. she tweeted out, an all-girl, an all-girl remake of Lord of the Flies won't work because realistically the girls would set aside their differences and work to get off the island.
1: Uh, go, going now, right. Go, I was going to say, oh, what, does it have a different ending? They all just hug, well, hang okay. out and share their feelings?
0: This goes. This goes back to what I was saying about honest conversations. Someone posts something like that, and everyone just goes mmm and nods. Are you fucking kidding me? Anybody who's had a daughter knows that preteen and teenage girls are the most evil fucking creatures on this fucking planet. All right. <laughs> I mean, I saw mean yeah, girls. I, I mean, this is this is this is the type of shit that keeps us from progressing because we can't progress because we have people walking around stating flat out lies. Yeah. And 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 we go hmm, yeah cuz we don't want to hurt we don't want to hurt no one's feelings oh did you see right
2: it's based on the misconception that uh, that males are more aggressive than females and what lord of the flies is about is how easily what we consider to be educated man evolved man how easily they slide back into primal tendencies depending on their situation and if we want to look to nature to see examples it's not, it, across the board in nature, it's not males that are always the dominant hunters, protectors, what have you, stronger ones. It's just not. I, there's plenty of examples of, you know, who does all the fucking hunting in a, a pride of lions? It's the females. Yep. The males may look big and intimidating, but that's because, you know, they're really just there to, Face down each other and make sure that nobody fucks their women. Exactly. That's, that's what that's what all that shit is for. Mm-hmm. The actual real tools of going out and getting an antelope and dragging it back—that's all in the female. No, so, I. And, and even in in primates, you see examples of that. I'm saying you see examples of both. Uh, I mean, it, w- there's there's been studies,
0: there's been experiments done that prove that have been put to the test with scientific theory that there are different biological makeups in males and females and to say that
1: oh you can't say that oh no 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 i i
0: i don't understand that i i and i i, I feel like i'm an alien looking at like 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 an ant farm and 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 like what, what can, I don't understand what they're doing here. Like I I don't even understand people that they're like oh you can't say that. Uh, what what studies do you have to back it up? How many how many years has have you dedicated, or someone that you've read papers that are peer reviewed et cetera et cetera has dedicated to the study of this? Well, I read it in my gender studies class. Okay, that don't mean shit to well, me. I mean, just because someone puts something in a book
1: doesn't make it true. To me, I've always just wondered like. My argument for that, I am not a scientist, is just our genitals. That isn't proof enough for you? We're probably built kind of different? Well, here's... You know, one of the ones that blew my mind
0: was they gave chimpanzees, young chimpanzees, toys. They had, like, Tonka trucks and dolls and action figures and shit like that. And it was funny that... uh, Almost to a chimp, the males gravitated towards the things with wheels, and they were rolling them around, and the female chimps were picking up dolls and carrying them around like they were their babies.
1: Yeah, it's, it's instinctual. We don't want to admit it. Again, I, like a third or fourth sighting man, Adam Carolla <laughs> talks about all the time he has two identical twins that are the same age.
2: Right. But it, I think, you know, you have to clarify what you're talking about here, because I... I admit that, that there's instinctual behavior but I feel I have to separate that from the discussion some people want to have about well if that's instinctual behavior that's, you should go with that, that you should lean into that, that you no, have no, no, no. a certain job in nature and that's how you should be applying your skills Well, if, 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 that's to, how, say if that, that's- to look at that as a limitation rather than just a fact
0: if that's how I'm coming off, I don't mean to come off that way. What I'm get, what I'm, what I'm getting at is it. Okay, look. No, no, if- no. no.
2: I, just real quick, Rich. Though I, 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 wasn't accusing you of coming off that way. It's mm. just that that is there, there's <laughs> still plenty of people in this world that that is their argument. That well, this is nature and this is how it should be. No, this is nature, but. W- Nature no longer dictates How things should be for us Those no, are two I, different things I'd And say, I think you were the latter
1: Yeah, yeah I don't think we're, we're talking about Like a, a, a caste system right. It's just more no, there's but, certain but things That
2: are, you're going to gravitate towards too, And you but don't know why The only reason I'm pointing that out Is because that's part of why It's so hard to have these discussions Because it, as soon as you start talking about nature You're lumped in with these same ass wipes Who are like well that's you know that's our nature that's part of our nature and that's just the way things should be
0: well and here well what i'm getting at is that the people that you'd show that study to and they'd go oh that's wrong that's a, it's a, that that's all bullshit it's like okay wait a minute what proof do you have to the, to the contrary then what do you have to back that up oh i was told yeah. that gender genders is a social construct gender is a social construct okay I'm not talking about gender. I'm talking, we are attracted towards certain things. Of course, there's going to (laughs) to 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 steal a phrase from another podcast, um, which is genius because I never, I can't believe I never thought of this. When I I, I say this all the time, when we were kids, we knew gay we we knew gay kids. It's just we hadn't our hormones hadn't kicked in yet. And they were pre-gay. But when their hormones kicked in, they were like, everybody's gravitating towards liking girls, but I really want to fuck the gym teacher, you know? And nothing wrong with that, but you're born with certain things, okay? Proclivities. You can't change certain things. And when you fight your very nature, you end up with some very fucked up people. Hey. You end up with people who hate themselves, hate the world, hate everybody, who are angry, who are unproductive? If if, and if you need any proof of that, watch some documentaries. I know's on, those, on the, these these Christian what is it? What do they call them? Um, pray the gay away camps, sexual reeducation oh, right. camps. That, that 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 these fucking that these people that that I, I loosely use the term because I have no other term to describe them. Parents send their children to, all right. And look at the the self loathing and the hatred in these kids because they're forcing themselves to be something that goes against everything in their nature. Yeah, and
2: they've on to live a life of anguish, or sometimes even kill themselves. You know, and they we've can't got live with it. Yeah, I mean
0: one of one of the most notorious serial killers in American history is Jeffrey Dahmer, and 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 every psychiatrist that ever fucking studied him was like a lot of this come from the fact that he felt he couldn't be openly gay so he he turned it into it it, it manifested itself as
2: hateful rich w- w- and how's is that hateful? a mental illness <laughs> I'm
0: joking trying to force yourself to n- to not be gay when you are is
2: yeah no I
0: trying to I mean if I had to if I had to force myself to be gay first of all I seriously if I went to prison and someone was like I'm going to fuck you I'm going to be like well, I hope you're in necrophilia bro cuz you're going to have to kill me <laughs> all right, because it ain't happening. And if you do stick something in my mouth, it ain't coming out. I'm gonna remove it permanently. Okay, I'm gonna finish your brist for you. All right, it's all there is to it. So I, I can't imagine if I was gay trying to force myself to be straight. Of course, it would fucking cause all types of problems and shit. The problem is, is that when you have when you have a whole generation going, gender is a social construct and Women have been fucking forced to be barefoot, historically be barefoot and pregnant in the home and blah, blah, blah. We are, how many generations removed from that? I mean, my, my grandmother's generation, so we're what, three generations removed from the leave it to beaver being the, the, the perceived norm in society? Mm-hmm. I mean, get the fuck over this shit, okay? Yeah, shit used to be fucked up. It's better now. That's how, that's how we're supposed to do. Stop dwelling on what the fuck happened, but the problem is once again we've overcorrected to the point where, if a woman grows, if, if a girl grows up and becomes a woman and she says, you know what, I want to get married, I want to have kids, I want to be a stay-at-home mom, there's going to be people who say, oh just my god, you're, you've been brainwashed by the patriarchy. Yeah, the big bad spooky patriarchy. You're like the Illuminati. No one knows what it is, but they, but it's everywhere. You know,
1: and it's just like <sighs> maybe once a year on top of a mountain.
0: It's just like, stop, stop. And w- we're not telling these people to stop. And it's running rampant because, one, some, a lot of people are just non... They, they don't like con- confrontation. They don't want to get into that argument. So it's just easier just to keep your mouth shut and let them say that shit. But the problem is, is that every time you do that, another person buys into this bullshit. And all it takes is... I mean, think about it. Guys, When when you're a teenager, that is your most... Confusing time, probably in your life. Oh yeah, you know, you your you, your your hormones are running wild, your emotions, you know, you're starting to feel things you never felt before. I mean, Jesus Christ! Like, I, it, it, like seriously, I can't imagine being a girl and like waking up one day and my tits start growing. That scared the shit out of me, and especially when I hear that. Oh God, it hurts. I'm like, it hurts if 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 it hurt for my balls to drop, I wouldn't be in a hurry for them to drop I mean it's just they could stay up there the rest of my life. I'm fine with it, yeah. but I mean, I'm not even sure what they do exactly it doesn't it doesn't make sense for them to be on the outside anyways
2: right it's like your <laughs> pancreas or something you don't know what it does, but you don't have to see it and don't worry about it, you know, and Let's tuck it back up. you take people who, for whatever reason
0: are angry, are bitter, are pissed off, and they start fucking indoctrinating people on the Internet with this bullshit, and you get people going, oh, yeah, <coughs> that's what's going on. I've been wondering, for you know, what the fuck's going on? I'm being oppressed. I'm a victim. I now belong to something. I mean, it's really no different than the mentality of why a fucking bunch of teenage kids would join gangs it's a sense of belonging it's really no different than why a bunch of fucking teenagers join the military it's a sense of belonging it's a sense of brotherhood it's a sense of a shared experience with somebody that you can't understand unless you're part of it right and i get that but when it turns into you know oh well we're fighting for equality okay well what rights are you fighting for today uh i want to be able to tax men 17% higher at my at my at my business because of the pink tax. Okay, well go ahead and do it. Just don't expect a lot of men to show up on that day. I, I, I okay, but I don't see how that's a right, and that's not that's not evening the playing field. That's tipping the scales, and this is how it, this is how it manifests itself. And we have a, a country full of it now. And it's, I, I'm 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 over it. I don't even care. I don't care anymore. It, it, I got into a conversation, and someone recently said, you hate women. And I was like, "Yeah, well, whatever. Someone's got to tell you. Yeah, you ain't you, no one's. No one's got the balls to tell you the truth. Here's the deal. I am a fat, ugly guy. You, in no, no way, you find me sexually attractive. All right? So I'm not trying to fuck you. So why the fuck should I sit here and pussyfoot and bite my tongue? I'm not. I this don't, is the way shit is.
1: I don't care enough about you to lie to you.
0: Exactly. I don't care about your feelings, right? What is it you said, Aaron, that made, unless I'm touching you, I don't want to hear about your feelings. I, <laughs> I don't care. It. All right. And if, and when they throw that, oh, that's right. Cry your male tears. I'll be like, yes, I'm going to cry my male tears as I make more money than you bitches. How do you feel about that, bitch? <laughs> oh, oh, don't like it when the scales get, or when, when when tables get turned on you. You want to get petty? I can get as petty as you want to be. Trust me. I I'm just over this shit, and it, it, maybe it's falling on deaf ears. Maybe I've just pissed off every female listener we have, and they'll never listen again. But it's just because it's something that is constantly being thrown in my face that I'm even using this example. I could have used, I could have used race, I could have used class, I could have used a bunch of examples. This is just the one that stuck in my head because of the, the last the, the, the last conversations I've had recently. All right, and here's the problem. At no point have I said women are lesser than me. At no point have I said men are superior to women. When I say that there are biological differences between men and women, and they react like I said that to them, that's an issue they have. There's something wrong with you. Another one of those hate facts. You know, I I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I look, I will play the game. If someone if someone is, is feels that they were born in the wrong body and they transition, hey. You want me to call you he or, or she instead of he? Use the name you've chosen? I have no problem doing that. Why? It's, it's, it doesn't affect me one way or the other. And there, uh, Unless you piss me off, why would I want to make you uncomfortable? Why would I want to go out of my way to be a dick to you? Unless you give me a reason. That's how I look at that. But to get in my, to get in my face and, and uh, oh, you don't, you don't care? That's not good enough. You need to. If you're not with us, you're against us. Okay, Bush. All right, come on, man. It, it, it this is all nonsense, and this goes this goes back to the whole thing I said before we got on air. What's been solved with the statues coming down? Nothing. Nothing. All the same problems are still here waiting for us. You know, all these all these marches against fascism. All right, what happened? They went down there. They had their big fucking rally, and they and and all these idiots found out. Oh shit, they're taking my picture, and oh shit, this is plastered all over the internet. Oh shit, I've lost my job. So what happened at the next rally? Twenty people showed up. Right. Okay. Freedom of speech Frankly. and freedom of the press
2: worked. We. I t- had no idea. So so many people were anti-Nazi in this country. I know, right? Yeah. Here I was, I was, I was walking around just assuming that you know. America's a Nazi country, but I mean, and then, it's... Uh, hey, we've all...
1: divided ourselves up quite nicely, and now Trump stepped in to conquer. Think about that. I mean, it's we, we we've been making it easy for whoever's going to come in and do it. Quite honestly, I mean, it's we're all turning on each other. So, sometimes, even when we're wearing the same color tie. Yeah,
0: you know, this is something that this is something that I have to give the right. The right, for the most part, don't give a fuck what other people think. They really don't. If you don't have the same beliefs as them, they don't give a shit. Fuck you. We're just going to push our agenda. We're not even going to try to bother to fucking convince you. I've never had someone try to convince me to be pro-birth. I've never had. It. I've only had people tell me their opinion and their stance on it and that I support murdering children. And I said, okay, that's cool. I'm cool with it. Abortion's green. I'm cool with it. Too many people on this planet anyways. I, I, so, I, But if I talk to someone on the left... It's you. No, you have to think just like me about every subject, and this is clogging up the works, man. It really is, because we're we're fast approaching. Like I said, the if we're not already in the tech, the the, the tech, technological revolution, we're fast approaching it. And are we really going to trade the bullshit religion and and all that, that that we've done and worked so hard to rise above for now this other bullshit? of my feelings trump facts i mean it just can't happen man if it does we're fucked we're just spinning our wheels we're driving in a circle and i I just i think more people need to start fucking just calling people out on their bullshit you know it's gotten to the point where if you say something in public and someone disagrees with you the first thing to do is whip out their phone and start screaming at you and go post it online you know i mean so what like what is this uh some, some chick was accusing a guy of manspreading, so she whipped out a phone, basically got about a foot, well, maybe about six inches away from his face with her phone, screaming at him about how he's manspreading on the fucking public transportation and all this, posted it online, and this guy's getting death threats and shit. All right, well, if that's the game they want to play, two can play that game. Next time someone starts saying some, some bullshit that you know is factually incorrect... And they're trying to talk about their feelings, Trump facts. What about your phone and start fucking calling them an idiot? Because right, I just don't see any other way to deal with it. You can't reason with these people. Polite discussion. No if, if, if you go to a college campus these days, no one wants debate.
1: No. There want, is no debate. They want debate. echo chamber.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Hey, by the way, manspreading? If you're against it, fuck you. You don't have balls. You don't know. That's half the time what's happening. It's hot on that subway. These things are stuck to my leg.
0: Yeah, would you rather me just reach down and fucking adjust my shit in front of you?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not like we're trying it's not like you're trying to personally invade space. It's like, hey man, my balls are stuck to my fucking leg, <laughs> spreading, you know? And it, uh, we're fucking dumb. It, the things we I, choose to waste energy on as a group astounds me sometimes. But I mean, it,
0: you know, to try to put a bow on this fucking shitty package that I, I've I've given us today. I'm dead serious. I think we really I don't care if we don't if we reach fucking 100 people, whatever. It's 100 people that, that maybe wouldn't have been reached. I'm serious. We need to start fucking looking up candidates and saying, look, th- these are the candidates that are supporting facts and science and are trying to move us forward as a fucking species. And, these are the, and maybe more importantly, we need to identify the ones who are not.
1: New segment, don't vote for this guy. Well, I I, I just... I, I'm i sorry, this person.
0: <laughs> don't assume gender now. But no, I, I, I just... I don't see any other way to change anything, and it's going to have to be at a smaller local level because, I mean, pre- president, okay, we see what happens when you got a president who's a fucking complete, unhinged, off-the-rails idiot. You get nothing done. I mean, for all the, for all the talk of there's going to be fucking concentration camps and he's going to throw gays and transsexuals in and they're going to be gassing them and burning them, none of that shit's happened. It's just like all the people on the right where, oh, Obama's going to take your guns and he's going to come fuck your white women. None of that shit happened. So, well, this con- mean,
1: those concentration camps, they'll go where uh, the death panels were supposed to be, right? And the
0: FEMA camps that Bush was going to have, so yeah. he could put us all in there.
1: You know, at this point,
0: shit, what's a FEMA camp look like? Three hots in a cot. You got cable and, and air conditioning. I'm down. It's more. Than, it's more than I got in my apartment. <laughs> so I'll take it. But I, I, it's the only it's the only solution I can come up with is just okay treat them like treat them like they treat them like they have been treating you I mean because that's really it, and and here's the, here's the really the bitch of the situation all these so-called Nazis and stuff a lot of these people that are posting like you know Pepe the Frog with a swastika armband shit like that they're fucking with the people on the left and the people on the left don't get it it's Kind of like satire that's going over their head. Like, they are they don't believe this bullshit. They, they're not Nazis. They're doing it to piss you off and to get a rise out of you. When you walk around telling everybody what triggers you, don't be surprised if people walk around pushing that button all day who don't like you. Not real hard to understand, is it? I mean, we all were bullied at one point in our life. Did you ever walk up to the bully and said, Hey, man, I know you keep talking about, like, my mom ugly and you fucked her last night. That doesn't bother me. What really would bother me if you picked on me about my autistic sister. Yeah. that really bother me. But please don't do that, because it's going to really bother me. What the fuck do you think is going to happen?
2: Yeah. That's why I'm hopeful that the... Because Republicans in this country seem to be, across the board, uh, more open to having the alt-right represent them than liberals are to let the uh, let groups like Antifa represent them. Because... It, Let's face it. Antifa is just not a necessary group. They're not protecting anyone from having Nazis take over the country, and they're not. I mean, what what's the ultimate end goal here? That there's going to be an Antifa party. That there's going to be a candidate. They're they're going to have some sort of collective platform.
0: Well, that's something that I'm glad to see the news is starting to cover, which is when they gather even if they don't have anyone to fucking attack and during their protest then they start turning on private businesses and banks and and private property and all and they start destroying that now please tell me how this is people that you want to represent your political party yeah oh there's no there's there's we we ran off the 20 Nazis that showed up okay now let's put this fucking bike rack through the front window of bank of america and mcdonald's and starbucks and start chucking shit at cops and then when we get arrested we're gonna flip out because we need our fucking service animal which by the way i just want to i just want to get in this real quick what the fuck is if you're blind i understand you need a dog but like seriously what the fuck is with the service animal shit these days is this literally people owning animals just to calm them down and they can take them wherever. Is that what that is?
1: It's an excuse yep. to bring your fucking dog everywhere with you. It's like it's it's like getting a medical marijuana card for most people.
2: <laughs> it's, it's your work in the system. It's <laughs> legitimizing your codependent relationship with your pet.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just really antisocial then because yeah, even me. There's sometimes my cat crawls up when I'm trying to sleep. And I'm like, man, just, just fucking go on. I don't want you around me 24/7. Shit.
1: It's. And it's literally so you can just bring your dog everywhere. So in other so words, in a restaurant, it's nonsense. Yes. Yeah, so, so in other words, if you bring a dog into a restaurant, someone can't go, hey, get that dog out of here. You know, am a service animal. Also, too, it's, it's also a way to, I think it costs like uh, 125 bucks for an animal to ride a plane. <laughs> so it's a, it's a way to save money. Nope. It's my service dog. Here's my, here's my papers. Oh, they don't I,
2: even have to pay?
1: Yes. If it's a service dog, it rides for free. <sighs>
0: Is this now Chris, you, you do the most traveling around the country out of us all. Is this like more of a East Coast, West Coast thing?
1: It's everybody thing.
0: I really don't see I don't maybe because I don't go to places where people would be people that would have a service animal coach. I guarantee but. you
1: every flight I've taken this year, I've taken almost fifty flights this year, I guarantee you there is a dog on every fucking flight. And like one, not, and, and not, one dog not, is lowballing it. And we're talking not in a carrier. Correct. On the plane. I'm holding my dog. It it's going to shit somewhere eventually. It may barf. It's riding with me. Oh, yeah. Wow. A lot of times they'll have their dog sleep under the seat in front of them. Oh, yeah.
0: Because, yeah, when I saw that video of her yelling for her, her service animal, I laughed just as hard as when I saw the video of the dude who was, you know, the, the white nationalist dude who was crying because the cops were coming after him. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I these just, are the big, I don't, these
2: I, the big badasses. What was going through her head? I mean, unless somebody's had a gun to her, the head of her service animal, what the fuck is she freaking out about? Because like, it's hers she's and never she, going to see it again? Because it's hers and she
1: wants it.
0: You know, I think it's time we have another uncomf- un- uncomfortable little fucking conversation. Um, people like that are mentally ill. Like, I'm not saying... Like,
2: yeah, if you can't go out in public without a dog at your side, I mean, shouldn't we be encouraging these people to seek some therapy? sort of long term therapy?
1: They'll tell you it is their therapy, that their therapist recommended it.
2: Yeah, well, if then if let the therapist if follow if you around as your a dog solution shit. as a step, but I mean, wouldn't you ultimately want to wean yourself off the dog?
1: Hey, is it the same uh, uh, line of thinking as uh, opioid addicts? Hey, doctor prescribed it. It's all right. Right. Doesn't ma- pay no mind <laughs> do I have a crazy codependency now. But doctor you said it was couple, okay.
2: A couple months later, your friends are like, "What's with the parrot?" <laughs> uh, working my I way mean, down. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm weaning myself that, off. Yeah, I got uh, a hamster. I got a hamster on right. order for next was, week. That's what I was just gonna
1: say <laughs> <laughs> the hamster. <laughs> then you go down to a mouse.
2: Right. I mean,
0: I mean, look, hey, I'm I doing it.
2: well. Now I can go out in public with just fleas. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you know, I get it. I understand. You know, I am a, am an animal lover. I any animal that is not trying to hurt me. I'm pre- I, I I you know, I'm all about, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like but I just This is Maybe. this is this is mental illness that we are fucking excusing and basically encouraging with this nonsense. Because, well,
2: okay, wait, wait a minute. I, I think excusing is kind of the, the, maybe the wrong term for it. If you're
0: letting a dog run free on a plane and shit all over the place, I, I, what would, enabling, would that be a better word?
2: Enabling, yes. Hey, okay. This, this will blow
1: your mind then, Rich. Uh, there, used to, there used to be in most airports, there still used to be smoking lounges where you could go and smoke. Well, now those are all gone. But there is now a place at every airport I go to to walk your fucking dog to take a shit. That's yeah. where we're at. Because you know what's going
0: to happen. You know what's going to happen. Eventually, this is going to catch on to the point where... <laughs> Wait, just is like it the,
2: inside? Like, uh, you're you're going to uh, have to I've have... I've seen it.
0: some indoor ones, yes. that's No, now that you say it's that, like Chris... It's like a treadmill
2: with like... It's just a telephone pole and it's a like fire asphalt. hydrant that goes by over and over again. <laughs> I know, right?
0: It's like it's like astroturf. I've seen that in mm-hmm. in, in like shows on TV and shit. And yep. I was like, "What
2: the fuck is that for?"
0: But now, I, now I know. But no, um, you know what's gonna happen is eventually there's gonna be enough people who get doctors to prescribe them their service animal to where we're going to have to have like, you know, every business is going to have to have service animal ramp or something like that. I mean, it because it. Cause it, it this is how it goes. This is how it goes with these type of people. Nothing's ever good enough. I mean, I, it, they're like they're like gambling addicts. You can sit down at the crap table with five hundred dollars, win five hundred thousand, and it's not good enough. You gotta win that. You gotta win that next hand and that next hand. I mean, it's just it, the shit never stops. You give them an inch, and they're fucking pole vaulting a couple fucking you know yards ahead of it. So I,
2: I'd like I to mean, point out that. Uh, you, you notice that all these service animals tend to be dogs? Because cats wouldn't put up with that shit. Yeah. This Fuck, no. I have seen people travel with a cat, though. I I'm have seen that. it doesn't happen. There's, there's exceptions to every rule, but... Cat was in the carrier, though.
1: Although one of my first trips, uh, when I uh, started going out to Portland, uh, there was a woman hanging out at the airport with a cat on a leash.
0: Oh, okay, wait a minute. We- now, I didn't... I didn't. He wasn't my service cat, but I had a cat that would walk on the leash, and I actually used to take Man. him to the park, and he would walk on it like a dog. Damn. Now, I'm jealous. Just, I couldn't dictate that's... what direction he was going to walk in, because he would lay down and just start, you know, he'd go limp. You know, he'd pull <laughs> the five-year-old shit when you're trying to you know, get him out of something. You have to doctor down. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if I just held the leash, he would walk, and I'd follow him, and he'd, you know... Go over here and go over there. I mean, there's a skate park in Westland right next to the park I walked him at. Now, he walked over to the fence, and all these skaters were like, Dude, are you walking a cat on a leash? That's awesome. I'm like,
1: Tame in the pussy. <laughs>
0: Don't be pussy-whip, boys. Whip that pussy. Yeah, yeah, I've done it. I mean, it, it, the only cat I've ever owned, and I've owned a lot of cats in my life, that ever allowed himself to walk on a leash. So, That's
2: different, though. You didn't get a leash for your cat because otherwise you couldn't go to the grocery store. <laughs> no,
1: and I mean I need my service I, animal.
0: Dude, seriously, I, you know I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not one of them people that you know I won't shake your hand. I'll fist bump because I'm scared of you know germs or nothing. I don't want some fucking douchebag walking around with a fucking pocket rat leaning over the meat counter. At the grocery
1: store? Get the fuck out of here. I used to kick people out of my, uh, the stores I worked at if they brought their dog in the lobby. Like, Dog's got to be outside. Why? Because this is a restaurant. We serve food. Dog has to be outside. Ex- exactly. Exactly.
0: You, you, I don't even know how they allow that in restaurants because if <laughs> – let me, get, let me tell you something. Well, if
1: it's your service animal, it's allowed. This was before, this was just people like, hey, uh, my, my dog's with me. I bring, no, leave the dog in the car. But if they if can prove it's a service animal, then it, it doesn't matter.
0: If someone's blind and they have a dog, let me tell you something. That's a highly trained dog. Yeah. That dog's not going to run wild all over the place. I guarantee you most of these people with these service animals don't have dogs that are even half as trained as a fucking c and dog. I mean, if they put them on the ground, them fuckers would be running all over the place. Well, I guarantee the they're it.
1: not trained for anything. They just they're you know, their owner found a loophole in the system to be able to bring their to bring their ass everywhere. Hey, this dog is good for my anxiety. Doctor said so.
0: Well, you know what also, you know what helps my anxiety? A blowjob. So come over here and give it to me. There. <laughs> I'll calm right down for
1: you. Doctor says I got to have a blowjob every 6 hours. Oh shit. We need to start that. <laughs> it's my
0: service blow job.
1: I got to have one every day. <laughs> Can I get my ser- my service blowy, please.
2: Right. Okay, hey, here's your dog. <laughs> and hey, an extra large jar of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: think of think think of all the work we'll give retired strippers. I mean, it's just it's a win-win. I mean, cuz most guys, hey, if you're if you're a straight guy, most straight guys, it doesn't really matter what you look like. You start sucking their dick, they're not going to go, "Please stop." They're going to go, eh, okay, I'll let you finish. You know, and it's pretty much how it works. So we've just created a whole new industry here. See, we're, we're helping, we're problem solvers.
1: And if they're retired strippers, they're only like 30, 31. So, you know. Exactly. Uh, honey, what would you rather do? Spend $20,000 in
0: cosmetology school to make minimum wage cutting hair or suck dick for a living? I mean, and get paid accordingly?
2: Yeah.
0: $300. I'd almost take a shot in the jaw for $300. You know, I mean, fuck it. So, yeah, it's, it's a win-win situation here.
1: <laughs> Another show that will be held up as our example of empowering women. Well, just
0: since, <laughs> since, since, since we're
1: going all out on, you know, just shitting on women, let's go ahead
0: and shit on a little girl.
2: Play that, For the play record, I've of, already hung up on the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here. <laughs>
0: hey, real quick, Chris, play that fucking video of that chick that catch me outside just just a little bit of it
2: i I watched some of it earlier with the sound down we were talking but i have no idea what it sounds like i can only imagine here we go i
0: don't even bad barbie bad bob bad bad bad
2: bad bad barbie is how i read it it's bad barbie with h's after the b
0: If this was a radio
1: station I'd have changed it already. Yeah. it oh, it's called These Hoes, H E A U X. That's the name of the song, These Hoes. I ain't like these hoes. Don't go pay me and I do not do it. Money green like I can see love. Yeah, I pack it so solid. I ain't like these hoes. Don't go pay me and no I won't do it. Money green like I can see love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: There's so much processing on her that she can be anyone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's not singing. That's just talking with auto tune.
2: Yeah. That's, that's literally what the it Friday is. song.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm by no means singing the praises of Rebecca Black or whatever her name was. At least that chick was trying to sing.
1: Yeah. This sounds like some of that that breath rap. This sounds like something that's out right now,
2: right? You know, that's that's the scariest part of this. Is like, this is bad, but I also don't know what differentiates this from any other hip hop, quote unquote, that I hear on the radio lately. Like it's it's, it's 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 that was a piece of shit, but it's right in line with all the other pieces of shit,
0: and it was a piece of shit. And
2: but it sounds, like other, it, it sounds like every other.
0: It right. sounds like every other piece of shit on the radio. I, I this. To, okay, what is this chick like? Fifteen, fourteen, fifteen, right. something like that. Like, at this point, bitch, just turn eight. Hurry up, turn eighteen and do porn. Because you have no other talent. Maybe you're good at taking dick. I don't know. I just. I don't There's. This woman is absolutely useless. I, I've seen nothing re- redeeming quality. I. I would love to see her fucking school transcripts.
1: Dude, she's like the personification of Cartman in the South Park. For when, uh, uh, I mean, because she was from Dr. Phil. Well, oh, God damn it. I'm drawing a blank. What the, the fuck he was saying? Oh, I'll I do what
0: I want. It's
1: my yeah, body. Fuck, i, do what, yeah, I I'll do what I want. i do what I want. I mean, that's, that's exactly what this chick reminds me of. Fuck you. I'll do what I want. It's, it's it. I
0: mean, like, seriously. And I mean, uh, look, okay. I'm going to sound like R. Kelly at recess here, but... Uh, every guy has noticed. Everybody, everybody's noticed. This bitch got a fucking huge rack for the age she is. All right. It, she walks out with half her tits hanging out most of the time these days. She knows it, too. All right. Okay. So besides that and being on Dr. Phil, what the fuck? What? I I don't... What talents does she have? I mean...
1: Being a cunt? I...
2: Yeah, at least back in the day, you had to be like an a, a successful actor to get a record contract for no reason. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, this, like this, and here's the thing. Like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, you can't say it's a new phenomenon because this shit's been happening for a fucking long time. You know, the monkeys, you know, assembled group specifically to appeal to whatever.
2: Yeah, but, but also songwriters and musicians say. Exactly.
0: Neil Diamond was writing a lot of their fucking early songs. I mean yeah. a legit musician who, whether you like him or not, has talent. I mean, he is good at what he does. I just don't like what he does. I mean, it's like journey. Yeah, there's good musicians in that band and they make shit music. It just just happens, you know? Just because you're a good musician doesn't mean you're a good songwriter. But and vice versa. Kurt Cobain is who I'm thinking of. But I mean I just like I don't get it. I'm just waiting for her dog fart shoot. That's it. I mean, this chick
1: is i she's got a pencil in for her eighteenth birthday. I'm
0: telling you dude, and then she's gonna dive right in with like a ten man gangbang. she's gonna be fucking looking like a pincushion man I, I, I there's no there's nothing else for her if she has a music career seriously i will I will probably rip the radio out of my car because i- I'll just refuse to be oh, around yeah. And there's no way, there's no way she can have a legit music career.
2: Like that's, that's the thing, like, in the realm of possibilities, yeah. It is possible for her to put her back into whatever small amount of talent she has and use her 15 minutes of fame to make enough money to, like, pay for an education or or something to, to better her life, but... It, we all know that's not what's going to happen.
0: That's why I said I'd love to see her her high school transcripts. If she's pulling better than a 1.5 GPA, I will fucking be shocked.
2: Right. Seriously. She's going to be a flash in the pan if she's anything. And she's going to make enough money to make her life miserable and probably end up worse off. I you find, know, I find um, it
1: hilarious you still think she's in school, Rich. Well, that's that's true also. Yeah.
2: Um, it's her what, body. What, you can't tell her where to put it. <laughs> not gonna put it in school.
0: What, one of the things uh, that I think is get, it gets buried in, in her story is her dad's a cop, and I'm like, someone stick a microphone and camera in his face. I want to hear what the fuck he's got to say about this shit. Because obviously, her mom is just riding this fucking this gravy train as far as she can. And I mean, you know, he's got to be sitting there going, "Oh my god, why couldn't you have been a blowjob?" I mean, I just. I, if this was my daughter, I, I, I might have to OJ my ex wife. I, I don't know. Like, I. Mm-mm. Sorry. You want to go out and be a hoe? You go be a hoe. But don't be hoeing out our fucking kid. She's not even 18 yet. I mean, seriously. You're going to. What? You're going to find the real killers? What was that? <laughs> On the golf course. Yeah. But, I mean. I <sighs> Like, I. And it's. And I'm. I, believe me, I'm not prudish, you know, whatever. But it's just like. It, we, are, are we really like celebrating ignorance huh. over? I well, mean, yeah. like,
1: like unironically at this point. I, mean, I don't even have to think for an answer to that one. I think absolutely, it's what we do, dude. We put it in the White House. <laughs> no matter what, it's all Trump's fault. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, you think we celebrate ignorance? Look at who the fuck we elected as president. Absolutely.
2: Good. Somebody who has no use for new facts because he already has all the best facts. And if you think about it, we have lowered the bar at this point
1: as far as qualifications. I mean, this means talk about this with Manny the other day. This means all bets are off in twenty twenty from here and from here on out. The qualifications to be president are now forever changed.
0: I yeah, yeah. Uh, on another podcast, they were talking about possible other possible celebrities to run for president, and I mean, they got out there with it. You know, they were like, well, you know, maybe maybe Kanye. You know, and I'm like, okay, Kanye ain't gonna win. But then they threw out a name, and I was like, I could almost see it, and that's Oprah Winfrey.
1: Hey, I, I recall talking about that months ago. She's black. She's a woman. Like, there's your... There's how you win, Democrats. Well,
0: oh, let's be hey. honest. I don't see any frontrunners coming out of the Democrats for
1: 2020. Dana, I just don't. they the female Hispanic. You, line, guys
2: watch, you guys watch Fargo? Not really. Okay. It's It's been one of my favorite shows and this i just finished watching season three and it just there's a quote from it that reminded me of our conversation because the uh one of the two brothers that ewan mcgregor uh, plays is standing on the road at gunpoint being asked by another character is this as low as you can get right now and he said well if you would have asked me last week i would have said yes but here we are now.
1: Oh, so, so is that something I gotta get? Get a drop? We'll just play it.
2: That would be <laughs> At the yeah. end of the show every week. I think that's gonna be the the, the drop the good drop going forward. Kind of sums it up. So I don't know. I guess we'll see how much lower we can get next week.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I know we really didn't mention it. Who uh, is there a reputable charity we could all agree on to ask people to give to to help people in Houston? Uh, I- had uh, Red Cross. Uh, that, that, I mean, that's what I want to say too. But wasn't there a whole big thing with
2: them with nine eleven? I like they still managed to do a lot of good. They, that's true. Uh, somebody from the Red Cross was on NPR this morning, claiming that ninety percent of what is given is turned around in in uh, support directly. That basically only ten percent of their business was overhead. And NPR came back with uh, uh, the, what they uh, heard was twenty five percent basically went to overhead, and it was seventy five percent that went to direct support. Like that, that's still pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, if they, they do still show up. They do still administer aid. I mean, considering that even Donny John gave a million bucks. Yeah, you know,
0: he, and
2: Donny John pledged to give a million bucks, and he's pledged to do a lot of things, and hasn't actually ponied up money unless. Called out on it. Touché. God damn it,
0: I knew it. I knew oh. it. I, I, oh, I knew I knew! I knew it. was, Dude, oh, that, I almost, I shouldn't, but I almost feel bad for the guy at this point. Because even if he just fucking handed him a million dollars in a briefcase, someone would find a way to shit on him about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever it's a tax te- write-off, douchebag.
1: That's the only reason you did it. <laughs> well, I don't know if you've heard, uh, Rich will know this name. Uh, J.J. Watt. Uh, I was doing something to raise $10 million And he's already, he's already killed it And it's uh, He plays for the Houston Texans so, Yeah
0: he's, uh, he's uh, Last I heard
1: 13 million Yeah come on Donnie John You know let a football player beat you. Yeah well I mean But hey this all means give to the Red Cross There's a lot of people going through some fucked up shit well,
0: even if you, Even if you can't give money I mean you know you can donate
1: blood Yeah do something
0: you know, something.
1: I saw something today, it was like a one in one thousand a year kind of deal with as far it's not so much the damage the storm did, it's just the rain that has come with it and then that came after yeah. it. So And i and I yeah. mean
0: we had we had a a blip on the radar in two thousand fourteen compared to this and that paralyzed the fucking city for a couple you know, what, better part of a week, four or five days before I mean right. like they open up every highway. So I mean Oh yes, here in Detroit,
2: August another. Another possible hurricane heading for our east coast right now, and yet we still can't agree on climate change.
0: (laughs) What what did Ann Coulter say? Uh,
2: It's more likely to be caused by gays
0: than than climate change. Yeah. Yeah. Stay classy, Ann. More likely.
2: Yeah.
0: All I can think of anytime I hear on
2: your own point. The only thing I can like, think of every time I hear her talk it's like is so you're uh, saying you're more likely to best a uh, kid with Down syndrome on an SAT.
0: <laughs> me and my cat played checkers and he only beat me three out or three out of uh, seven <laughs> yeah. games.
2: I'm, I'm more likely to beat my own cat at checkers.
0: <laughs> well no, every time I hear her talk, I just think of that boondocks episode where uh her and, and uh uh the Freemans were going on and debating and shit. And then behind the scenes, she's like dating a black guy and she's all hood and mm-hmm. ghetto. She's like, hmm, these, these crab cakes are good as a mug. I
2: fucks with these crab cakes and shit like that. And well, Get ready for Ann Coulter to start being more and more crazy is my prediction because she's got some competition now. It's like move over bacon. Here comes something stupider.
0: I, you know, I just want to say this and I know it's a low blow. But whatever, it fuck it. I don't care. What anyone who thinks fucking Ann Coulter is hot, I think you really need to come to terms with the fact that you're attracted to transvestites. Okay, <laughs> that is a mannish looking bitch.
2: Mm. All right, I don't. I don't know. I think that I don't think maybe "hot" isn't the word. Like, I think that frankly, Tommy Lahren is hot, and it's well done. It, and she, but she's attractive enough to transcend her stupidity. If Ann Coulter... Well, Ann Coulter, frankly, I think is smart. She just is wrong. I think if I agreed with Ann Coulter, I would find her attractive.
0: I mean, Jim Norton said he wanted to, like, lay her down on her back, drape her head over the side of the bed, and throat fuck her. Maybe in that way, but, I mean, that's just to shut her up. I just... I, I,
2: (laughs) You know, I will give Tommy Learn this as well, that... On her first appearance on on her new job at Fox, she was on Sean Hannity's show, and they were talking about, of course, Hillary Clinton's emails, and she because said, it's summer
0: 2016. Be- yeah, because uh, that
2: matters now, right? And she her response to it was, "Hey, if the Democrats." Drop this whole Russia thing, can then we finally drop the email thing? Like basically saying if you're gonna say that all of this Russia shit is is bullshit partisan politics, then can we agree that Hillary Clinton's emails are bullshit partisan politics? I was like, Well, hey, score a point for you. And then they chased her off the set with torches. Right. We'll see how long she lasts
1: there.
0: And and right
1: right as they Before chased her off the her. property. Yeah, I was gonna say
0: right after, right as they chased her off the property, Bill O'Reilly was there to fucking get it, you know, play grab ass. Right.
3: <coughs>
0: Come here, Tammy. I got a loofah for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah. go. I already wrote a short story about you and me together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, just just real quick, have you heard those tapes? Yes. Like the, that is yeah. the creepiest shit ever, dude the links that guys will go to that they think is going to get them laid never ceases to amaze me i, I just want to say that like i, I know I shit I know I shit on women in a lot of people's opinion on this show but we are women the day that every woman on this planet realizes that pussy rules this world we're fucked you know this right like they will take over within like a week <laughs> it's just i don't know I, I i think they just underestimate how much we are slaves to that thing between our legs. <laughs> I don't. I dude, oh, my God. That's what most that was pro-feminist so statement That's not ever. a
2: real quick comment. <laughs> it's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah.
0: I just, I, I, well, no, it's just like, dude, you are Bill O'Reilly. Go pay a hooker. <laughs> you know <laughs> why are you leaving why are you why are you leaving proof of how creepy you are <laughs> people's voicemails what the fuck is wrong with you man he's blinded I, man i have i guess it must be nice to have that much money to where you just think that you're just bulletproof to that
1: point i don't know <sighs> anyways well hey if you want to help us get that much money you can go to and donate to us out there's a couple bucks Dawn, thank you again. She sent another donation. Oh god, thank you, Dawn. she keeps asking about merch. I like I, I
0: feel like we don't even deserve her as a listener sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need a lot more Dawns. Yeah, we do that. We do whole, you get a show every day out of us, we need a lot more Dawns. Like thousands more. But uh just go to ChristopherMedia.net you got, we got the Amazon link you can click through it doesn't make any of your shit cost any more money but it gives ChristopherMedia a couple ducats and yeah you can hit us at Unregimented Pod on Twitter you can email the show Unregimented at ChristopherMedia.net uh, search Unregimented on Facebook to like and share us and we'll see you next week alright later